Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC Family of Apps. Go, what's up, everybody? Welcome on in and a happy, happy Thursday, Friday Eve, one and all. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. I see uh, Barrett sporting the uh, the K State lid yes, for, his, for his boys. I like it. I like it. Guys had a good year, man. A really good year, bro. We're playing Nebraska in the game, and and um, at this point, they're only favored by uh, only favored by um, what six points. That's it against Nebraska? No, no, this is Alabama. 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 I thought you said Nebraska. I'm saying Nebraska could, didn't get into a bowl game as bad as they are. Uh, <laughs> only six point underdogs against Bama. That's interesting. Huh. Bro, okay. well, I don't think any of their players are going to play. They're going to the league. Oh, that's right. Then they're yeah. playing against, they're not playing on national championships. So why would they play? That's a good point. That is a good, I'm sure Saban doesn't love it, but I think he understands that's the cost yep. of doing business, man. But yeah, I hear you. Gunner, you good, man? You got the uh, the the jacket on looking good? What's happening? What day of the week is it? Uh, it's Thursday, man. <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm telling right. you what. You know what? It's been a hectic week. I'm like the Flash, man. Everything to everybody except myself, man. I, I, it's rough. Rough, right. but I'm hanging, man. I'm All hanging right, good. Well, well, we'll give you three hours of an escape. And I see everybody in the chat section. I see Andrew and Kevin and William and Leo and Sean and Rome and Forrest and Adam and Griffin and Jeremy and T-Car, South Jersey, uh, our girl Chris. Chris I see everybody. D. Hey, everybody, if, you, if you're newcomers, everybody, uh, every now yeah, and then. Did I like see to Fitness Rebel? Did I miss her? Was she oh, there? yeah, don't do that because Friday I missed Fitness Rebel and she called me out. So I had to go back and give her Good. a special yes, she uh, did. shout out. Yes, she Good. did. I'm glad she called you out. She got to keep you on your toes. Man. I know, Good man. For you, Fitness Rebel. Yes, I know. What's up, hey, I tell you, man, I'm always dodging people, man, left <laughs> and right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do, baby. Hey, I know that Cowboy fan better come in and say hello, too, man. Huh? I know that Cowboy fan better come in and say what's up, too, man. 
Nah, man, come on. You, you just you just can't come here. You got to at least say hello, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we don't we don't need to we don't need to acknowledge those cowboy weasels. Jay, what's up? <laughs> hey, uh, all, you, all you people that are newcomers, if you do like every now and then, we like to find out where you're checking in from. We've had yeah. people checking in from Sweden, Germany, Hawaii, Texas, California. So wherever you're checking in from, give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching us and listen uh, listening to us from. Yeah, give us a little love with the like button too. We we would appreciate that. Um, so uh, you know, a lot to do today, guys. And Eagles back at practice today. I'm assuming I haven't seen any any video or if they started yet, but I, they got to be in the bubble today. Philadelphia area for for those of you who are elsewhere uh, is nasty. It is nasty. It is cold, rainy. I woke up around a little before seven. Right, I look out and I see a little snow on the ground in my area. A little wow, tiny we bit. We had a little. We had a little. Um, yeah, a little bit. Little, little. Uh, just a small little wintry mix kind a little of little glaze. You know, yeah, a little glaze. A little now, glaze see, for me, this is not a bad day though. Why? Is because that? if I wasn't on this show right now, I would slip two miles down the road to the state park. It has an eighty-six acre lake that I like to hide out at. I would actually go out there and, and, and cast a few lines for about an hour. Put my rain gear on. Take five or six of my rods down there with me and just see what's biting. I like it. I would go down there. Absolutely. Now I'll ask you guys as a, a, obviously a novice, not even a novice, knowing nothing about fishing, weather like that, like rain and snow and all that, that, that doesn't affect anything. It's the same as it would be if it was nice. You know what, Rob, it depends on. In terms of them biting, I'm saying. Yeah. It depends on the depth you're fishing at, uh, the body of water you're fishing in water temperature does play into effect for certain types of fish. But if you know what you're doing, you know, um, you can find a fish. You can find a fish. If you know what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for, for people who like to fish, who they understand. Man, stop trying to instigate, man. We just started the show. You already did. Barrett's, Barrett's playing your role. Yes. Today. I'm the one that set people uh, okay. off, not you. Okay. All right. I like the role I'm reversal. Right now. Stop I like it. it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, William Stark, artificial or live bait? Both. Both, William. Depends on what you're fishing for. Both. All like Forest it. Hills outside Wichita, Kansas. What? There you go. what up? What up? Kansas? Amarillo, Texas. Yeah, they, they call that the titty. We, they what? Kansas. They what? They call it the titty. Well, I hate to ask this. Is that what, what it looks like on the map? I don't, I don't know why they call it that, but that's what is it? It's about an hour and a half, two hours from Kansas State. Okay. I, I used to go down there frequent, frequent uh, Wichita a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How was uh, how was the talent down there? Pretty That's good. why I used to That's why you would frequent it. <laughs> Silly question. Wait, uh, oh, T-Con from Mississippi? What? We got yeah, we got we're all over the place, man. I love okay. it. I, I have a Tom checking in from Ireland. Love Ireland. It. Okay, look, look. Fitness roof awesome. 33, Amarillo, Texas. Yeah, our I've been, I've been Amarillo. It's a nice town. I've been to Amarillo. Yeah. Late late in Oklahoma. Born yeah, in man. Allentown, though. I love it. Yeah, Lee really? in Allentown. Yep, I like it. I like it. I've been it. to Traverse, uh, Grand Traverse, Michigan. Yeah, Williams there. in Michigan. Williams cool. in Michigan. Okay. Very cool. Been there also. See, I like this. This is great conversation stuff. I'd like to know where people checking in because as our audience continues to expand, man, new people. I mean, what, what impresses me is that people who are watching and listening to us from like Sweden. Oh, we're worldwide. Oh, Jason Dean. What's up, Jason baby? Dean. What's up, Jason Atlanta? Dean, he's a Manhattan, Kansas guy. Manhattan, yeah. Kansas, baby. Yep. Yo, York, York PA for Shante. Bakersfield for Jay. What? I like this. I've been to Bakersfield. This. Been to Bakersfield a couple times. Uh, Cedar Rapids for uh, for uh, our guy Andy. What? Brandon. Ducks in South Philly. Shout out the Duck. There we go. I love love my South Philly man. Joseph Hudson from the ATL. How about Christian in Sweden? This is awesome. Wow. I told you, man. Look. 
Portland sucks. Don't move. <laughs> Dad, 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 Dad's not a fan. <laughs> I mean, I, I would assume. See, I, I don't know. You and I have never. I, I, I've never been to Portland or like Seattle. I've never been to that part of the country. Okay. Hey, but I would Seattle. Assume, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob. No, I've heard it's beautiful. The only it thing is. is, man, it's just very rainy, right? And that that could be a little little tough. You know sometimes. what? Used to, I used to think that everybody used to say like Seattle, Oregon, always they have um the most uh they have the least sunny days. Yeah. But I just found out that Pittsburgh actually has the least sunny days in the country. Really? They average less sunny days than any other place. I thought and I thought it was um I thought I actually thought it was was you know on the west coast up north, but it's, it's actually in, in Pittsburgh. No kidding. I, I didn't know that. that. What's that? The Pittsburgh, least sunny Pittsburgh days. has has less sunny days in any city. Yep, than any oh, city. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, I lived there ten years. Yep. Oh yeah. Why is but, that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and the funny no thing idea. is, what funny thing is, they would get two three feet of snow by the time it crossed that mountain ridge. You know, when you go when you go from here to Pittsburgh on. On seventy six on the turnpike, there's that big yeah. mountain ridge you go through the tunnels twice. Yes. Once it once it passed that ridge, when it gets here, it turns to rain or sleet. You know, we yep. don't get the snow here that they got in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And the station I worked for, Rob, uh, NBC WPXI, was up on top of this huge hill called Television Hill. So imagine trying to navigate up and down that hill on we on, in the winter. It was Ooh. crazy, dude. You was know? the point of being on the hill for the satellite dishes? It was easy for them to pick everything dishes. up. Yeah. Because the TV station was located right in the neighborhood on the north side. Yeah. And the station was up because of satellite. But now they've moved to this up McKnight Road in North with this. Uh, anybody who knows Pittsburgh is up McKnight Road. Road. Yeah. yeah. I, used to, I used to live in Wexford. I traveled up and down McKnight Road every day. Okay. They moved I, to a new facility. Yeah. I was, I was, I was in Sewickley, man. Sewickley's right what? on 279 on Mount Nebo Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You was, you was in the ritzy, the ritzy <laughs> area. Oh, I yeah. Was in a, I was in a condo in the ritzy area. Hold up, guys. I got to step off for just a moment. I apologize. Uh, do you think? All right. So, Barrett, they're uh, they're practicing today, uh, getting ready for the Bears. Were, was it ever a challenge for you? And we'll, I want to get back into the Micah Parsons things in, thing in a minute, but I want to ask you this as a player. You know you got a big one on deck, right? I mean, we know we have the Cowboys right around the corner and the Bears team that isn't good. How hard was it for you as a player to not look ahead? Or is that something that's more media-driven than it is player-driven? I think it's more media driven as a player is a, what have you done for me lately league? You're judged by your, your latest, um, your latest game. Mm-hmm. Now you may, if, if, a, if a team really sucks, you may not prepare as hard for them. You know, that's a human nature thinking you already have it wrapped up, but it's not like you're looking past someone else to get to somebody else. If you lose, you lose because you lost. You just didn't prepare well enough to, to, to play in the game. Right. It's not that you're looking at somebody else to play. You know, it's whoever's in front of you is your is is what you're about to play, bro. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've never been the type to hear about a trap game or anything. The trap games only mean you didn't prepare well enough. So instead of calling it a trap game, it's an unprepared game. That's what okay. that is, an unprepared game. Okay. And you know, people are saying this 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 Bears team could be a trap game. No, not 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 necessarily for for um for for the Eagles. You know, just from how the leadership is there, how things are, 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 are done there. They focus. They, they keep their head screwed right on the task at hand. They lost that game in Washington for stupid mistakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? This, this Uncharacteristic freak, stuff. Yeah. And then freak accidents. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for A.J. Brown to be hurt, not to be as explosive, 
to get to the ball on that interception, that's kind of freakish. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was hurt during that time. Mm -hmm. One catch for seven yards. That's not an A.J. Brown uh, performance. Right. Then, the you know, the, the, the catch and fumble with Quez Watkins. That's just a freakish thing to happen. Guy, you know, hustled and, and finished the play and uh and knocked the ball out. Then you look at little things like VG hitting uh hitting the quarterback at the end of the game. Yeah, unlike him. Yep. Yeah, it's unlike him, you know. So that's unlikely circumstance, which led to us being where we didn't, you know, we weren't able to go in there and score. So okay. I mean, those, you know, that's what that is. But uh this 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 Eagles team is gonna be focused because number one, just like you know, I hate to say it, but MH. He was right because that team can score because they're so explosive in the run game that you have to play assignment correct. You have to make sure you play and read all your keys and be where it's supposed to be. Don't leave any of your gaps open because they'll take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. So they they know what to do. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, Derek, so I was posing to to Barrett how much of the look-ahead thing is media-driven versus – you know, it legitimately happening with players. And he thinks it's a lot media. Dry. Like, I also just think good teams don't fall into traps. And this is a you, good team. You look at the way this team has played through 13 games. The only way they lose this game is if they beat themselves. That's it. Just like they did against Washington. That's the yep. only way they lose this game. They can play 75% of what they've played this year and still beat Detroit, by uh, beat Chicago by double digits. You know, Chicago's devoid of defensive talent. They they gutted the team on defense. Their top receiver is out. Their leading rusher, their leading weapon is the quarterback. He's like Lamar Jackson part two in his infancy stages. He Except with Lamar, Lamar had weapons around him. This kid, outside of David Montgomery, basically has nothing. Yeah. Okay. You know, the offensive line is average at best. Uh, the receiving core, Claypool, Chase Claypool, has not panned out to what I thought he would be for them. Chase had the ability, especially in his early stages in Pittsburgh, Chase could have emerged as a definitive number one and never did. Now he's in a mess in Chicago, and you look at his his pedestrian-like numbers, he really hasn't clicked with uh, fields yet. So this is another game that could be over by halftime. Yeah, I, and that's what I when we were debating this yesterday with uh, Marshall Harris, and it was it was fun. It was a spirited debate. I just kept getting back to what are the Bears doing defensively to curtail the number one offense in football? They don't have. I mean, they can't stop the run. Their leading sack man has three sacks. I just think the Eagles are going to take them apart offensively. Now, does Justin Fields present a problem? Yeah, of course he does. But you know, ultimately, if you're disciplined and you're containing him. He's got nobody to throw to. He's got he's got a solid running attack, but okay, by all means, run the ball. That's fine. They're probably going to be down big, so run, run all you want. Just eat clock. I I just I don't see it, man. I and I know, I get it. It's human instinct to look to say the Eagles could potentially be looking ahead with the Cowboys. I understand that, but I just don't see it. I don't think it's going to be the case with this team. And they also are motivated guys by the fact that Dallas and Minnesota are still pretty close. Yep. And you can't mess around here. You're not They're motivated. Yeah. Fault, bro. yeah, that's all right. They're motivated by their will to want to be great. Like, in all actuality, I keep telling people, and I say it again, I say it again, I say it again. And the only reason I say it is because I've experienced before. I've been in a locker room like that. They're not necessarily worried about who the opponent is they're playing on Sunday. They focus mainly on how they can get better in their game. Mm-hmm. how they can get better individually as players 
collectively as a team. They could be playing against anybody. They could be playing against, you know, whatever team is out there. They concentrate on what they do. Yes, they go in with a game. I'm not saying they don't come in. They go in with a game plan on how they can beat a team. But they mostly want to go in there and say, all right, then, I don't care if you're number one against the run. I don't care if you're number one against the pass. We're going to work our – and that's it. Yeah. We're not exactly. worried about anything else. Yeah. We're going to run plays that we like to run. We're going to run defense we like to run. That's what we do. We're going to make you like it whether you like it or not. Yeah. We're just going to go out and play our game. And that's how you win championships. Yep. I tell people, there were times, I remember, we, I remember, I literally remember this in the Super Bowl year. And we weren't, we weren't like, you know, we went in as a sixth seed. It wasn't like we were just, you know, devastating people. Yeah. We went in as a sixth seed. But we would go six weeks at a time. We went six weeks one time without dropping a pass in practice. Mm. During team drills, we did not drop a pass in practice a mm. whole six weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's focused, mm. man. Right. Yeah. Taking care of yourself, crossing your T's, dotting your I's. Mm. You run what you want to run. We basically had six plays that we ran in the run game, six plays we ran in the passing game. But we ran those plays. We had different, uh, different variations of personal packages and different variations of, of way we let, uh, lined up formations, but they're basically six offense. I mean, six run plays, six passing plays. And that was it. Mm. We just executed the plays we had and we ran them no matter what they tried to do to stop it. Mm. And sometimes you got to have that attitude. Like, look, I don't care who you got lined up across from you. The game is all about you whooping that man in front of you. That's, mm. that's it. That's mm. it in a nutshell. Can you whoop that man in front of you? And that's what BC preached. Coward Priest. All right, it, it, it all comes down to X and O's, yes. But ultimately, can you beat the guy in front of you? If you can whoop him, we'll be okay. I like it. I like it. All uh, Nick Sirianni has to tell his dudes all week long is, look here, if you go to Chicago half-stepping and screw this up, you just you just basically put an additional jolt in Dallas because if what Barrett said the other day is true, that Dallas has the tiebreaker over the Eagles. Yep. Now you got to go into a den of wolves and try to survive that as well. Do not go in Chicago messing around. Handle your business, put them out of their misery early, and let's coast to the finish line. Don't give them the, the, the notion that they can compete in the fourth quarter because – from my perspective, I've seen it happen too many times. When you're in a game like this, David versus Goliath, all of a sudden, you allow David to feel that he can he can can sling that swing that slingshot and catch you when you're not looking. Okay, I don't that's know. The last, that's the last thing you want to happen. We have seen for 13 weeks the unexpected has happened in the National Football League. <laughs> Look what happened to us when we weren't on our game against Washington. Yep. That's all you need to know. Do not go in there messing around with this team. When it comes to talent, we are, we are far superior. We have to exhibit it. We can't talk about it. We can't just walk out on the field and expect that team to lay down. That's a wounded animal over there on a six-game losing streak. Make sure we walk out of there and get with them having a seven-game losing streak. Plain well well said. Well said. All right, I want to pick up on something that we we discussed yesterday, and it's been there's been a lot of talk about it nationally and in Philadelphia. It's the Micah Parsons comments. Now, he was on the Von Miller podcast, the Vaughn cast, and 
he had a couple there were a couple different like interesting parts of it i at one where they were discussing jalen hurts and micah parsons kind of goes out of his way to to name Devontae and aj brown in the running game with miles and the defense and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and you could sort of view that as hey look he has respect for the team he's not necessarily taking a shot at uh jalen hurts but then when when the the topic of of the mvp thing came up I, I think this is where the disrespect comes in. I, mean, I, t- I told GSA, I, thought, I think it's more doubt than disrespect, but I think there is a, a, you know, a scintilla of disrespect here. So he was asked about the, the MVP race and, and basically went into this, you know, sort of diatribe about how is it the coaching? Is it the defense? It should be the MVP. Look at a team like San Francisco. Should Brock Purdy be the MVP because they have such a good defense and they're winning games w- was essentially what he said. And to me, like that part of it to to comp him to a dude who's had one start in his career, uh, to almost make it like he's a system guy, I I thought that was disrespectful, and, and I I don't know that I think his team I think Jalen's teammates here take it to heart. They've done a good job for the most part of just kind of being like we're on to the next game, we're on to Chicago, but I I I can't imagine, and Jalen did too. This isn't at least stored somewhere with these guys because I think that was disrespectful. But I'm curious what, what you guys think about it. It's absolutely disrespectful. It's absolutely disrespectful. I, I, I mean, why would you answer the way you answered? He asked him about the MVP race, and instead of talking about right now the leader of the, of the bunch in the MVP race, he goes on to talk about how good his team is, what his team brings to the table. When you go. And talk about the Chiefs. First thing you talk about is Patrick Mahomes. When you go talk about the Bills, first thing you talk about is Allen. You go talk about Cincinnati. You talk about their quarterback. Yep. So why wouldn't you mention the guy that he asked you about who's in the MVP race? Mm-hmm. It's pissing me off that he didn't. The disrespect is him not acknowledging what the guy said, number one. That's yep. number one. He asked about the freaking MVP race. Yep. He didn't ask about the rest of the team. And then you're going to go so far as to say, is it the quarterback or is it the team around him? Yeah. What are you like, talking about, bro? If he was asked about Mahomes, let's say Mahomes, he wouldn't talk about Andy Reid. He wouldn't talk about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He wouldn't talk about Juju smith He would have brought up Mahomes' name. He would have brought up Josh Allen's name. I don't know. It, there's no question in my mind he brings up all those guys' names. He doesn't because he doesn't. He doesn't have the same level of respect for Jalen Hurts, period. He just doesn't. Flat flat out doesn't. You hear what Kate Robinson said? That's right, Kate Robinson. What she just said. <clears throat> Hold on a second. Let me go. It says all QBs are in the system. So that was a dumb comment. Ah da da. Well, yeah, and the other part the is system. no kidding. It's a it, it's a, it's <laughs> you a know team what I'm saying? game. Like you, you better have players around you. That's why Aaron Rodgers' numbers are so far down because he lost Devontae, among other things. Like, no kidding. <laughs> If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, here's the pecking order in which I address Michael Parsons. First of all, I'm Mike McCarthy. I called him into the office. All right, let's sit down and talk. We understand the magnitude of the rivalry between us and Philadelphia. You don't need to put another log in a fire. That, that fire has been lit for weeks since we last faced them. If anything, they motivated us to play a better brand of football because of what they did to us in Philadelphia, number one. Number two, you're disrespecting your next opponent by leapfrogging over them, talking about what's coming up Christmas Eve instead of focusing on Jacksonville. Then when Michael Parson gets to the locker room, if I'm the leadership in that locker room, 
Demarcus Lawrence and all these guys, hey, man, come here. Let me talk to you for a minute. Now, we understand you're a phenomenal player, but do you understand the protocol when you do stuff like this? Do you have any idea of what you're doing? Because now you're not just putting yourself on uh, on the map, uh, bullseye on your back. You're putting us, hey, we got to face Lane Johnson. We got to face Jason Kelsey. We got to face AJ, AJ Brown and, and Devontae Smith and Fletcher Cox and all this. Dude, you see the numbers they're putting up across the board offensively and defensively? You don't need to be putting another log on their fire already. They understand the magnitude of that game. We understand the magnitude of that game. You know what? You didn't play your best game against them the first time. You need to let your actions speak louder than words. Now, now you put us all in a potential trick bag because if we go out there and get embarrassed on Christmas Eve, this is not just on you. This is on all of us now. Well, and, and, and then also, let me get let me get this out to these 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 Dallas fans that are on the stream, you know. Bro, it's not, we're not, we're the fans, us as fans, we're tripping off this. It's not even water off a duck's back when it comes to Jalen. They don't even respond to idiotic comments like that. So we're going to respond like we, because we're going to respond. We That's what we do here in Philadelphia. We respond to trash. That's what we do. We make sure that you know that our guy's the guy. Now, you can try to talk about how good Dallas thinks they are, how good they think they are. But at the end of the day, I, last time I thought we got, we're 12 and 1. 10 and 3 is a lot better than 12 and 1. You Two are what your record says. And a head to head loss. And, and, <laughs> and the wine from the Cowboys, you know, apologists are, well, Dak didn't play. Okay, that's fine. I and mean, we'll find out Christmas Eve. But okay. Dak, right. yes, they, okay. Dak and we don't four or five years, okay. and they haven't won squat. Period. As a team overall, last I okay. checked. All right. And, 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 at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're talking about a guy who's so focused on winning a championship. That's why his comedy always comments. He doesn't care about what sheep say. Understanding that he's the lion. He didn't care about what sheep say. Mm-hmm. He didn't care about somebody over in the corner squawking. He squawk all day in the corner. Let me come do this out in front of everybody. That's what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, the peanut gallery can keep stay over there and keep squawking. I'm going to go about my business. And that's what he's been doing. He goes about his business. First thing they said, oh, do you hear what Mark Barton He said, you know what? I don't care about what Mark Barton say. Now, we can go on this interview if you want to talk about the Chicago Bears. Yes, they have a dynamic offense when it comes to running the rock. They have two weapons that are very, uh, very much so guys you have to account for and, and, and play at a high level. Defensively, they're okay. Well, they're not okay, but he's going to say they're okay. So I got a game to win first before I even think about going to Dallas. Let me yeah. take care of this first. The, the other thing he said, and he's, he, Dank is right, um, you know, he, he at one in one breath he's talking about how he he knows the game. He's got to speak the truth about the game, and then he starts quoting, you know, bogus stats like Jalen Hurts isn't in the top five in anything, which is utter nonsense. <laughs> it's just not right. Completion percentage. Yeah. We could we could run through a lot. You know, some of the other stats. You know that 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 he is. It's just he's misguided. It's like if I'm if I'm Mike McCarthy, and I don't know if they have the guts to do this. It's just the way things are now. But Jerry certainly won't. Uh, but if I'm Mike McCarthy or Stephen Jones or somebody else, I'm like, you know, Micah, come on, man. Like Barrett said, you we don't know your Derek said too. You don't need we don't need any more here. Like you already lost to them. You're trailing them by two games. They don't need True. any kind of fuel on the fire. They're the best team in football right now. Just just play the game, man. Keep your mouth shut. I just I don't get it. 
Trust, trust me when I tell you this. The Eagles have handled this properly in, in front of the media. But I guarantee you, yeah, I guarantee you this is resonating in the ears right now. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you they have talked about this. I mean, they focused on the Bears, but I guarantee you they have talked about what Mr. Parsons said. Yep. Oh. And that offers a line. Week, what? Yep. What? That offers a line right now. What? They are frothing at the mouth right now. What? They're gonna they're gonna put they're gonna put it down. They're gonna put it down on Sunday against the Bears. But as soon as the Bears, as soon I, I can almost guarantee it, as soon as they beat up on the Bears and that last gun sounds out, and they go into that locker room, yep. you're gonna hear them all say, "Yeah, all right, Micah, we heard what yeah. you said." It's your week now. It's your time. They're not even gonna be. They're not worried about. You know, after the game, they're not gonna worry about what happened in that game. Complete and utter focus will be on Dallas as soon as that last gun sounds off. How, how many times have cameras taken us into locker rooms and after big wins, we hear coaches say, "All right, we're gonna enjoy this for 24 hours and then we're gonna move on." Uh-uh. Yeah. They're gonna join this for 24 minutes. You're going to enjoy beating up on the Bears for 24 <laughs> minutes. Yep. And all the focus will start being on. The onus will be right on the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, look, we got a short week. Yeah. We go into Dallas. National game. We're the, we are the game of the day, Christmas Eve. Yes. Dallas, we coming. Like, what did Dion, what did Dion tell the, the, the players in Colorado? <laughs> I'm coming. Yeah. You know, some of you may want to change schools, but I'm coming. Well, I'm I, bringing I, I think that um... – this will be the fastest turnaround for the team and for the fan base off of a win onto the next week. Like we usually go Sunday post game, Monday, Tuesday, at least looking back this, this script is going to be flipped so quickly headed into Cowboys after this bears game. Everybody, everybody is set up for this thing. Everybody is geared up. I mean, I I am like, I I, look, am I going to enjoy the game Sunday? Of course, but, I'd be lying to you if I said I, I, I wish I could just fast forward to Christmas Eve. Bro, I, I totally can't wait. I, and as, as fans, we can do that. Fans, we can do that. Yeah, we can. They can. We can as fans. But they are not going to do that. Bro, there's, there's too much parity in the league mm-hmm. between the top teams and the lower team. There's too much parity in, yeah. in the league, man. I agree. I mean, the only difference really when you think about teams is the quarterback position. Quarterbacks – dictate how good a team is it's not necessarily everybody you have on the field like it or not you have a better quarterback you got a better chance of winning you could probably gonna win more times than not mm-hmm. if you got a sorry quarterback you're gonna be right in the middle you know what i'm saying you gotta have a great quarterback and i believe we have a great quarterback hence that's why the numbers look the way they look yeah but that's yeah. the biggest that's the biggest factor when it comes to how good a team is how great a team is Look, Dallas talking all this trash. They better handle business in Jacksonville because Jacksonville just put up 36 on Tennessee. Okay. Now, Lawrence is playing real well. Now, maybe, maybe finally Trevor Lawrence is getting it from, from Dougie P. Yep. You know, maybe he's finally getting it, finally settling in to Dougie P's offensive system, mm-hmm. which could be bad news. I mean, you, you just struggled at home with the Houston team that's dead in the water. You had, to, you had to go 98 yards in the last drive of the game. And not only that, the prior the prior series, you had to go 98 yards and you threw a pick. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, his arm was hit on the ball, but 
you still threw a pick. If that had been somebody else, they'd have put a touchdown on the board. You'd have been down by 10 with left with egg on your face, losing a team like Houston. That's just a big thing right there. I mean, take care of your own house. Yeah. Your house ain't in order. You know what I'm saying? Your house is not in order. Your quarterback is sucking right now. Well, you didn't play well until Lane came out of the game either. Like, right, right, right. right. You threw your your quarterback threw three picks to Houston. Three. Yeah. Okay. And you talking, you and you talking trash. You guys didn't play your best game against Houston, and you worried about a game that's eight, nine days from now instead of worrying about this game that's coming up this Sunday. All right. You know, Michael, you're a good player, mm-hmm. but you were no show in Philadelphia. So you better come with something because, you know, yeah, I see you got 12 sacks. I give you that. And you, you know, you were defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to give you that. But you know what? You didn't get it done when it counted most against the Eagles. Well said. Now we're going to go to your backyard. We're going to your house to take over your house. And what are you going to say after that? What yep. are you going to say? All right, let's keep the football talk and the Eagles talk rolling. We come come back. That's a good start, boys. That is a good start. All right, we come back. We're going to look at the most improved Eagles, and there are some good ones, man. We grabbed two from each side of the ball, and the growth with these guys is crazy. This is where we talk about development. There is development happening with this team. So we'll dig into that when we come back. we got our NFL stuff a little bit later. We'll go uh, behind enemy lines with some Bears. We'll get into some Bears talk. In a little bit, Joel Embiid, we will discuss as well. We got a lot to do here today, that's for sure. He's Derek Gunn, he's Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take on this Thursday, hanging out with you. I want to tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group, right? Knowing who to trust, finding that right person with your finances can be difficult and it can be scary at times. Well, I'm here to steer you in the right direction because I can tell you from personal experience that Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group, they are somebody and some group that I trust, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you're looking to set up your employee benefits, Jim can help you with that as well. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers to Jim, and I tell you, I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. You could email him as well, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com post game show with seth joiner i knew that they had a running game Derek gunn he has put in the effort devin caney had we not won the super bowl what would we be saying and mike missanelli well you know how philly is post game now streaming on the six abc family of apps fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles 
Number one Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown Big Finish Sales Event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Everybody, happy Thursday to you. Hope you're doing well out there. Thanks for uh, making us a part of your day. We do appreciate it. With Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. What do you have there, Gunner? Is that like a plastic knife? What's going on? Yeah, a plastic knife. Oh, I think yeah. you just held something up there. I don't know what what the heck was. No, I was plugging my phone in. Hey, oh, you know, okay. how t- you know how I tell you guys that uh, you know months months ago you got. I think it was you, Rob, who brought up how you get jacked up every week for Eagles games, and I said, now I'm riding the even keel train. Well, coming this Dallas game, I'm already jacked, jacked up. up. I'm I'm looking past Chicago. I'm, I'm like Michael Parsons right now. I'm looking past <laughs> Chicago. I'm already jacked up for this Christmas Eve game, man. I know. I, it's like I, I don't. I'm going to be a mess over the next week or so. <laughs> I'm just telling you, right? Get ready, boys. It's going to be ugly, man. This this game to me is going to be like Sugar Ray Leonard versus Tommy Hearns. Oh it's man! Like it's going to be like Roberto Duran against. Who was that? What was his name? Well, um, a lot of different fights with him <laughs> to choose from. Ali Ali Frazier. Ali Frazier. Yeah. yeah First yeah, one yeah. at the Garden, 1971. Yeah, good calls, man. I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking like uh, I'm it's thinking like, like uh, Mike Tyson and, and Jerry Cooney. Oh God. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking gun against Brooks. It's gonna be. It's going down. It's going down. Michael Parsons. You just about wrote a check that you're behind can't cash, brother. Yeah, I'm man, telling, man oh. it's, going, it's going down in Big D. As if this needed more hype. Right. And I'm not I'm not taking anything away from that young man. He's he's literally the best defensive player. That's a bad boy. In football right now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Bad boy. Yeah. But come on now. You've already lost. You already felt the wrath of the Eagles already. You should know better. You should know better. Yeah, man. You know yeah. what? We got yeah, a healthy yeah. Lane Johnson coming in there now. You know what I'm saying? I think he'll place. be healthy the entire game, especially since you said that. In fact, he's thinking he's going to be off because it's going to be a blowout. He thinks he'll be off in the fourth quarter. Dang. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the way it's Dang. going lately. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aaron Brooks talking, talking major trash, boy. <laughs> I like it. Writing, writing checks. 
What? Write checks. Hey, Brooks, hey, write me a check, bro. It's Christmas. I need some money. <laughs> write, write me a check, bro. You and me, bro. I was just about to ask you guys, man. Hey, <laughs> you, um, hey look, can look. I borrow a couple dollars? And let me tell you Brooks something, fun. Yes. I just looked at I just looked under the, uh, the tree and all and stuff I've been rapping. I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, who all this stuff for? See, my wife went crazy for the kids, you know. Always. Oh, yeah, it's always the kids. And now that and now that the gun tree keeps growing with the grandkids, man, it's like I'm about to go be, give me another job at like Walmart or Home Depot or something, man. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, man. man. Oh my God. Uh, all right. So um I looking. I was looking at this today, and you know the the first one that jumps out at you when you talk about most improved is Jalen Hurts for sure. So I, I, let me give him his props, but I want to hit three other people besides Jalen when you look at this. Guys took a leap from two thousand one or two thousand twenty one to two thousand twenty two. All right, so let's go Hurts. He played fifteen games last year, three thousand one hundred forty four passing yards. He's already got through thirteen games, three thousand one hundred fifty seven. Completion percentage last year, 61.3. That's up almost seven points, 68% completion percentage. 16 touchdowns all of last year. He's got 22 through 13 games this year. He threw nine picks last year. He's got three this year. He had an 87 passer rating. He's had a 108 passer rating. He rushed for 784. He's already run for 686. He is likely to, to smash that too. It, it, this is not a minuscule, a little bit of growth. This is not like a baby step. This is like going from not being able to walk to running like Usain Bolt. Like he's taken a massive leap. Okay. I mean, it is really impressive what this guy's done. And we've talked a lot about it. We talked about the MVP race and all those kind of things. But, you know, that's the the, the beauty of this. And I think I, I was telling you guys about this yesterday, but it it really does look like Josh Allen from year two to year three. If you look at Josh Allen, what he was able to do with the Bills, and, and by the way, um, that coincided with them getting him, you know, with Stefan Diggs too, which really helped him. And of course the Eagles get A.J. Brown. But if you look at the difference year two to year three, so Josh Allen uh, in, in his second to third year, his, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm pulling, I got the game log here. So if you go year two to year three, so this is, we're talking about 2019 to 2020 for him. So he goes 58% to 69%. He goes 3,000 yards to 4,500 yards. He goes 20 touchdowns to 37 touchdowns. Interceptions, you know, basically the same, 9 and 10. Uh, QB rating, 85 to 107. There are a lot of parallels there with those two. It, it's a very similar trajectory that those two are on. And that, if you said that to an Eagles fan before the season, that there's the Josh Allen comp there, thrilled, right? Beyond thrilled. You're absolutely right, man. You're talking about a guy who, he, he, I mean, he 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 basically went out and just re-engineered himself and came back a totally new quarterback. You know, his 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 ambition to be the great, be one of the greats. You could tell that he's been very serious about applying that to his trade. He has done everything. He went out there and tightened his throwing motion up, tightened his footwork up. His fundamentals have been impeccable on how he's been able to move in the pocket, throw down um, down the field. They say he couldn't throw a deep pass. He does that. He's um, he, he he's basically just laying it up for, for I mean, what what, what happened where, where um, he turned around went, and one of the guys said, it's like he's throwing a loaf of bread. Right. The ball is that catchable. Yeah, but then he dropped. thought about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just thought about, oh, you know, saying that he's not saying he has a soft arm. What he's saying is he throws a very catchable ball. The ball is just floats into their hand. Um, his, he's accurate. 
he gets the ball in time. His pre-snap reads have been, are, are, are becoming impeccable. I mean, he gets to the line, understand where the ball is supposed to go. He sees the coverage, reads it, gets the ball out on time. He, he knows when he can run and when not to run. He's done a lot, man, as far as learning how to engineer the game and, 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 and force the game, you know, instead of the game forcing him. That's huge, man. And that's just in the passing aspect of it. We're not even talking about the run reads that he's responsible for. Like for them to go ahead and say, all right, we're going to take your best player and render him useless. Mm -hmm. If he picks this, he's wrong. If he picks that, he's wrong again. You know, if, if Michael Parsons wanted to rush the pass and get up the field, they hand the ball off underneath him. If you want to crash, he'd keep the ball, pull it out, throw it to the um, tight end. I mean, his reads have been amazing. That's why we can run the offense that we're running. It's because of how he goes out there and, and makes things happen. Mm -hmm. What else do you want from this young man? I mean, from, from, from the first game, he's shown vast improvement in everything that we questioned from January – through August, it didn't take a gradual progression. He hit the ground running in September. And I, like many people, I had my, no, not doubts. I had my questions and they were legitimate questions about how much he would improve. You know, is he a starting quarterback in the National Football League? Can he make the throws? Can he go through progressions? How will they streamline his offense to cater to his strengths? Everything has been checked off and, 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 and he's is a significant reason why this team is standing at 12 and one two games better than anybody else in all of pro football. What else do you want from this young man? And yet he still gets the national disrespect from the media and from players alike, i.e. Micah Parsons. Okay. You know what? I think that fuels him more than anything else. The more he's disrespected, the more focused and, and more zoned in he is. Yeah. You know, and whether he wins the MVP award or not, if they win the Super Bowl, I think that's all he cares about. I agree. You know, you're yeah. talking about a guy who was already wired the right way and then went through some stuff in his college career early, you know, early in his career, the benching and all that, which just fueled it even more. And I think what that gets you is like this perfect storm of a guy who, while yeah. he only maybe yeah. 24 years old, he approaches it like he's 34. And yeah. I, I think that's, man, it, it couldn't be a better mix. I think about it, your team's winning. Your team has one loss. They have the best record in football, and he's putting up monster numbers. It's, it is absolutely – you couldn't have drawn it up better for what you're getting out of your quarterback this year. He's been awesome. And the guy just handles himself well, and he's a great leader on top of everything else. He's not just some knucklehead who's super talented playing the quarterback position. He's all that and, and then some. And they respond off of him, man. I'm telling you, this was not the dude you wanted to poke – because every one of his guys are now in the, okay, bleep you mode. Like, I'm right. telling you, I don't mm. care what they're saying publicly. They're ready. They Trust have, me. They have now pissed off Sasquatch. He's the only person that said something um, and commented about it. But Sasquatch is pissed off now. Jordan Malata is mad because yeah. he said something about his guy. Yep. You know he's very protective of him anyway. Mm -hmm. Man, Sasquatch might rip – Michael Parsons' head off, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be fun, man. Well, um, uh, Sasquatch better be careful because I'm still not sure that he's 100 percent yet. Now, he's, he's been better, better lately. He will be. Yeah. He will you become. Know. Was it ten days from now? Yeah, he will be. See, this is this, this is the kind of game. If you're hurting, Doc, whatever shot I got to take, give it to me right yeah. now. Yeah, give it to I, me. Yeah, I need too. I need every limb, every arm, every leg, every finger. Working at maximum effort for this particular game. I might have Trish go lay hands on him. You think so? <laughs> yes, man. Pray for him. He'll hey, be she, all good. Hey, if anybody can do it, she can do it. I'll tell you that now. 
You know, oh, man. I, I mean, know. look at how she's helped. No, she ain't changed, Barry. She just kind of, she just kind of helped. What are you talking about? She, right she praised me all the time. My mom and my mom told me said my mom told me said thank you, Derek and Trish for 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 making sure I don't I, I'm not a heathen. I appreciate nice. that too. I don't, I don't think I helped with that, that. But, wow. but, 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 but you're right. No, you had to do no, that, right? I'm back. <laughs> I'm the other wow. side of the shoulder. I, 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 Angels, I think you, I think de- you know, Brooks, devils. Right? Yeah. I thank you, Mister Brooks. Uh, there you go. You know, it's nice to see you've come a long way. There you go. Nice. <laughs> You I wasn't gotta, that far away to begin with. You still got a ways to go, but you're getting there. <laughs> you're terrible, uh, man. You are so the terrible, other, man. the other. Let's Whoa. let's give some props, to some love to some others too here. All right, so Miles Sanders. So last year, twelve games, rushed for 754 yards, five and a half yards per carry, zero touchdowns. This year, in 13 games, 1,068 yards, 5.2 yards per carry. 11 touchdowns. I mean, that is a massive leap too. This guy has, has really come into his own as a premier running back in this league. And I don't know. We, I think we all sort of look at it like it's a foregone conclusion. He's going to be gone. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the market's going to be. Are they going to be off? Are our teams going to offer running backs, you know, like crazy contracts where he's definitely going to jump? No. And, and well, just, just from seeing him, I know Derek, you think not, but I, I believe he'll give the Eagles a hometown discount. Uh, uh, uh. I know you, you said no, but I think if, because if he's I'm comfortable his agent, here. If I'm his agent, okay, Brandon Brandon Graham gave, gave this team a hometown discount. Yes. But Brandon Graham had already gotten a big contract before he gave that hometown discount. This is Miles Sanders' one and only chance to get definitive money, money that will set him for life. Now, I'm not saying how he's not going to pay him. They're not going to pay him what Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, all these guys are making. They're not going to pay him. What if they ever paid a running back that kind of money? They're not going to pay him. And if I'm if I'm if I'm Miles Sanders, in, in all honesty, first of all, I'm my own brand. I am my own corporation. I work for a corporation, but I'm also in my own corporation. My and what does the corporation want to do? Make as much as you can while you can. If Miles and his agent are smart, the numbers speak for themselves. This will be the one time, and the one because you're not a back who carries the ball 25, 30 times a game, you are considered a specialist in a lot of ways. We have to maximize, as, as Barrett, let me stay up the line from Barrett Brooks. You got to maximize your potential. Okay. How do you maximize that potential, Mr. Brooks? By going out there and testing the market. You got to test the market. We know they're not going to franchise a running back. First of all, that you can forget that mess. Or any kind, that's not even a conversation. The Eagles do not franchise running backs. It's not going to happen. Okay. Now they may end up franchising Jalen Hurts for one year, but it's going to cost them a twenty, a, a pretty penny, before they decide to pay him next year. Depending on how the the financial mechanisms are working and how he rolls in his brain right now, as he continues to look ahead to two thousand twenty three and decide what they want to try to keep, how much they want to pay to keep it, and what we're going to have to look at in free agency in the draft. But if I'm Miles Sanders, I love Philadelphia. They drafted me. They brought me in here. I love the passion of the fans. I love the city. I love everything about the ambiance of a football fan base in this particular city. But, hey, many players before me have come and gone. And I got to look at it like that. I may have to wear somebody else's uniform. The only thing I say, I understand that, but will there be a market for running backs? 
this there will year. there will be for a thousand yard running back, but what is that? What is that market though? Because I think he's helped Garrett because he's improved himself as a blocker and a pass. There you go. There yeah. you go. See, he's made. See now, I, I I said this a few weeks ago, and I'll say it again. If you want to be considered a complete back in the NFL, you have to do three things: run it, catch it, and block it. And this year, oh by the way, in his contract year, Miles can run it, he can catch it, and his blocking has improved tremendously. What else do you want? If I'm a team that's a, a borderline team, okay, and we need a couple of pieces to get over the hump, I got to look at Miles Sanders. I got to look at Miles Sanders for what he's yeah. done this year. He he got rid of the the I can't stay healthy jinx. He got rid of I can't run for a thousand yards on minimum amount of uh, touches. What else do you want for Miles Sanders? Yeah, I know he, he's. I got to look at. I got to look at. All the knocks, right? He, he's always trying to break it outside, that he's not willing to dig his foot in and just kind of, you know, whatever, pass blocking, fumbling the ball, all those kind of things that we worried about have all, you know, gotten better or, and or gone completely. All right, so let's go to the hold defense. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up uh, Rob. I want to answer Richie Mack's question here. He says, I love Miles, but is he a short yard a yardage back? Doesn't have to be. A lot of teams have a short yardage back to offset the home run hitter. Yeah, and the Eagles have one. It's a quarterback. Yeah, you don't have to. He doesn't have to be in most offenses nowadays. I mean, but, but hey, there's still a number of teams that keep a fullback or an H back mm-hmm. for, for short yardage situations. Yeah. He doesn't have to be a short yardage back. And and by the way, he's been fine in that role anyway. It's not like yes. he can't do it behind this line. Now yeah, I don't know what it would be like in a, in a less inferior line. That's but, where you got to be careful if you're a, yeah. a guy like Miles. You don't yeah. want to go to a team where it's you know. Well, yes. I like his running style now. I mean, his running style is such that um, he has patience to the hole, but explosiveness out of the hole. Yeah. And that's huge. That's a major factor, man, to be explosive once you hit the hole. And he's setting his blocks up like he's never done before. Usually he tried to get to the outside, bounce it outside. This last game, he was, I mean, for the past couple games, he's been setting it up. He may peek outside. And as he's peeking outside that defense end or, or linebacker have to run outside to stop it, and boom, we right in, cuts off his block. Setting blocks up, he's done a masterful job now. I appreciate this, Stu Vision. Yeah. That's a good yeah, that's a good question. Uh, where else can you go get paid, produce, and compete for a title except Philly? It depends. Yeah. I mean, look, it depends who's shopping out there. I think exactly. It's, look, it's always it's always a balance between let's face it, if you're a running back in that league. You have to approach your second contract like it could be my last. Like the way yes, that you get right. beaten down. Yep. So he has got go. to get every penny he can get. That said, you don't want to go to a situation where the the line sucks. You're getting beat up. Your career ends prematurely. I, this is you just got to be smart about it. It's not one size fits all. You have to, there's a lot of different you know pieces that have to fit the puzzle for you when you do this kind of thing. Um, let's go defense, guys. Mm-hmm. T.J. Edwards. A year ago, had 130 tackles, a sack, and interception. He's already got through what 13 games, 115 tackles, two sacks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, uh, and he's just been everywhere. And and the, the you know the the fear was he couldn't play in the in the passing game at all. And I think he's dispelled that myth too. You know, I I love this dude, man. I think he's the most underrated eagle for my money. Love him, absolutely love him. They say he was too slow to play the game. What does he do? He comes in, he loses, he loses, you know, all that baby fat he had on him, redefines his body, gets cut up, 
gained a little speed, has lost a weight left, gained some speed. He already is a student of the game. Even when he was at Wisconsin, he 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 he's a playmaker. Sometimes you don't look at the forty time; you look at the guy and what he's doing out on the field. Well, hey, he has he was that guy in college. He didn't run fast. Got to the NFL, lost the weight, got faster, and only became a better player. I Man, he's probably to me. If I was going to pick an MVP guy, he would be my MVP on the team right now. Wow. Even ahead of Hassan Reddick and all those sacks. You're saying on that side of the ball? On that side of the ball, yeah. Okay. Even ahead of Hassan Reddick, even though he has 10 sacks, I still believe the reason that defense can be run the way it's run is from T.J. Edwards playing the way he's playing. That's awesome. That's awesome. I had, you. I had, the, I had the luxury of watching T.J. closely for four years, being from the great state of Wisconsin. And thank you to the Big Ten Network. <laughs> got to see a lot of Wisconsin games. So I would see Wisconsin play every week, and this dude, T.J. Edwards, all they talked about in college was he's not the fastest linebacker in the NFL. All they've talked about in the NFL, he may not be the fastest. And we put a lot of emphasis on speed. And he is not the fastest linebacker in the NFL. But guess what? From college to the pros, he's always around the ball. Yep. He is such a smart linebacker in terms of deciphering where the ball is at all times. He's so good at being able to read and react consistently. And even when he's had off games, he's come back even stronger the next few games. For him to be a a guy who went through the entire draft system and people overlooked him, shame on all of you. And that includes the Eagles. They got him by luck by, by, by picking him up as an undrafted free agent. Right. <laughs> and lo and behold, he's turned out to be what he is, a solid inside linebacker. You know, I always knew T.J. Edwards could play, but I always wondered could he play at the speed of the NFL compared to the college game. And his first couple of years, he was so-so. This year, he's been off the charts. For whatever reason, this year he has really excelled in all phases of his play. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Give him a lot and of credit, man. Can't, can't, you can't, you can't, you can't kick a guy forever and not expect him to bite back eventually. Yeah. Okay. And TJ Edwards is biting back now. You well know? said. Well said. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you another one on the defensive side, guys. Marcus Epps and Barrett. I remember we had this discussion, <laughs> and I'll go. I'll give you love here. I'll give you props. Uh, we were in the preseason. And there was a lot of talk. What are they going to do with safety? What are they going to do with safety? They need help there, you know, et cetera. And you kept saying, trust me, Epps can play. Trust me, Epps can play. You said it. You you were on it from the jump. Give you his numbers, and then I'll let you do your thing. 62 tackles last year, an interception, five pass defense. He's already got 70 tackles, forced fumble, four pass defense, uh, and the guy hits. He's an old-school hitter at that position. Go ahead, Barry. Bro, TJ Edwards, ever since we – Left the draft. I mean, not, not even the draft. We were in, we were go at the combine. They were talking about safety, safety. We're going to get, and we were talking about sin. And I'm like, and they kept saying, we need somebody opposite of, of Rodney McLeod. If Rodney wasn't going to come back, you know, or Paris. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, the best safety we have on the squad right now is Epps. Epps is the best safety we have. Now we need to find somebody to play opposite of him. And everybody thought I was crazy. I'm like, I'm telling you, Epps ball last year. It started last year. The kids started playing and started starting, playing a lot of time. He just wasn't, you know, they, he just wasn't penciled the starter. But he played more reps than any of the starters uh, on the team. 
So I'm like, dude, Epps can play. Epps is the guy. Epps is the guy. And I was screaming at. We got to the draft. They kept saying, oh, we're going to pick up Santa. We're going to pick up the safety from, from Notre Dame. Like, no, we're good if we keep if – we, if we're going to keep Harris, we can keep Harris. We don't need a safety. Epps will be the guy. Epps will be the guy. Well, now people are seeing what I saw last year. He's so instinctual, man. He's explosive. He reads things. He gets there fast. He wants to be great. You can see that he wants to be one of the upper echelon safeties. He goes with an attitude. He wants to be around the ball. I like the kid. I love the way he plays, man. I've been screaming for the longest. It's about time, you know, that everybody else is starting to see it now. And that's because he's playing at such a high level, man. He is playing at a high level right now. Like it or not, he's the best safety we have on the team. Well, I mean, and they did a great job pairing, you know, Gardner Johnson with him as well. Exactly. Uh, it's just such a nice mix. And you think about when they, when everybody's healthy, Gardner Johnson and Epps and Maddox and Slay and Bradbury, find me a better, you know, five or six there in the NFL. Good luck. I, I mean, there, there's a reason why the Eagles passing game is as good as defensive passing game is, yep. is, is where it is. You combine that with a ferocious pass rush that they've had, especially over the last the course of the last like five games or whatever. I mean, it's no coincidence they're they're having the success that they're having. Epps has been a heat-seeking missile back there. Okay. And I had my reservations about him. I thought he was a role player, a situational player. But man, has he elevated his game, you know. I mean, that dude's popping people's pads, plastic pads every week, plastic fiberglass, whatever they make pads out of nowadays. <laughs> He's out there popping pads left and right, man. I'm surprised he hasn't knocked himself out yet. And don't think that opposing wide receivers don't don't look for where he is on the field because well, especially he's already, now. Better believe it. He's already he's already sent a message out. You come in my area code, you're liable to get stamped. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> and that's exactly what's happening, man. When that dude hits you, man, all you just pop, mm-hmm. you know. Psh- Hey, look, Epps, Epps can play on the back end of my defense. No question about it. Yeah. Now, you know, his, his his instinct to the ball, uh, his ability, ability to cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time has improved significantly. Um, and, and the Eagles are in a good place because here's a, here's another guy. You don't have to make a decision on You've got him at a bargain basement price right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got him for at least another year. Well, you've got him at a bargain basement price. Now, if he continues this, what you going to do? You got to decide on him down the road. But yeah. for what for what they need, he has given them that and then some up to this point. Yeah, well said. All right, let's uh, let's step aside. Let's come back. Let's dip a little bit more into the Bears and see what they're going to be bringing to the table uh, for this matchup on Sunday versus the Eagles. He's Derek Gunn. He's Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. Uh, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sport YouTube Network. Right, let's talk about Pro Action Restoration. In fact, I uh, referred a friend to Pro Action Restoration today and that uh, they are the best in the business. There is no question about that. If you have a home, you have a business, you have a new property, uh, if you will, and you have either fire, smoke, mold damage, whatever the case may be, uh, they are the people to turn to. Pro Action is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist because let's face it, you know, problems don't always just crop up between the hours of nine and five, right? Uh, they are experienced at, at many different things, but I've gone through it personally, and my issue was water damage. They got out there. They fixed the problem. They corrected everything. They cleaned it all up. The crew was professional, and the price was right. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro-action restoration will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. So it could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610 610- 
or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. What's up, everybody? D Gun, B Brooks, R Ellis, hanging out with you, Sports Day. Gunners, there, there's always—I uh, don't know who does it, but what? there's always somebody finding like old school clips of you, dude, posting them on Twitter. It's dude, hilarious, man. dude. Hey, it's, Gunners, uh, you see any of this stuff, man? It dude, this is it's crazy. His name is uh, uh, at 2002 Eagles Vet, and I asked him. I said, "How do you keep finding this stuff, dude?" He puts up clips of me. From back, it's always the 2002 season. And he keeps putting up these clips, man. And I'll tell you, a lot of the stuff I forgot about, and I'm sitting there going, wow. I want to see it. Yeah, Rob, if you, if Xander can post one, I've sent him to you, Barrett, I've sent him to you guys uh, a couple. Yeah, we of- have it in the group chat. So, Xander, if you could pull uh, any, I don't know if we can 
I don't know if we legally can do it. I, I oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, but it's funny. So it's um, it's the old school from the Comcast Sportsnet days. Derek is still doing his thing in the tunnel and wow. and whatnot. But it's it's Michael Barkan who still hosts the show at Barrett. Yeah. Now, like I'm telling you, you don't know this, but Barrett knows. Um, you have uh, Governor Rendell. Who, yep. Was he the mayor at the time? I don't even remember. In, in, in uh, I think in 2002, I believe he was the governor then. Was he the governor? Okay. I so you had, so. had Governor Rendell. You have Vaughn Hebron, who was, a, uh, for people who may not know, former Eagle running back and returner, played with the Broncos as well. Uh, had a really good career, Vaughn did. Uh, and Dave Brown, who was a former quarterback with the yeah. Giants and the Cardinals, yeah. I think. I thought the uh, Giants. I'm not sure about the Cardinals. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't last real long with Dave in, in that role, but anyway, um, so that was, and De- it's, it's a young Derek firing off questions to the, uh, to the squad. Um, Michael and, and Lewis, yeah. uh, John Runyon. Um, I had uh, Antonio Freeman and his brother on one show. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, but dude, where do you keep finding this? I can't even find half this. That was still playing during those days, man. That was 2002. That was- where were you in 2002 Brooks? Uh, 2002, I was with... Uh, you in Pittsburgh then? Or no? no, I was actually with the Giants. You were at the Giants, okay. Okay. With the Giants. How long were you with the Giants? A year. One year, okay. Yep. Those were the days, man. Hey, real quick, uh, I think this is interesting. and we'll, t- we'll get more into some NFL stuff in a little bit, but Drew Brees has joined the Purdue coaching staff on a temporary basis just to help them kind of get ready for their bowl game coming up. You know, their coach, uh, Jeff Brown, their former coach, left to go to Louisville, you know, back to his alma mater. Um, and he's going to work with the team during the transition from Brom to Ryan Walters. Walters is, is who's taking over. But the, the NCAA is going to allow him, a Breeze, to coach and also recruit. Um, what? Yeah, they're playing in the Citrus Bowl against LSU is Purdue. But other than that, they're not exactly sure what is – at least we don't know publicly what his role is going to be. But I wonder what this means, man. For, does this mean – could this be like a stepping stone for him to go into NFL coaching, college coaching? Like, what do you, what do you guys think? I think, I think this, so. I, I don't know about the coaching <clears throat> aspect, but I think this is a great marketing tool for Purdue. I mean, they got all the way. Nobody expected them to win the uh, division in the Big Ten. They yeah, got a good there, year. Yeah, They got smoked by Michigan, you know. Mm-hmm. But you want to get better talent? Who better to bring in to help recruit better talent than Drew Brees? It's like – Colorado went one and eleven last year. You want to change that program around? Bring in somebody like Deion. Oh, you can't get Deion Sanders. We talked about it. All the schools we talked about, we said Colorado was last on the list because it's such a stiff school. Yeah. But you go out and hire Deion. What what does that tell you? Hey, look, we got to loosen up our our shirt buttons here, man. We we got to bring in somebody (laughs) who can have an impact and make us make us respectable again. You know, back like in the old days when we had Eric Bieniemy. And all these dudes, who better to bring in? And he's bring and Dion's bringing a whole plethora of his players with him, right? I mean, he just stood and told, uh, "I want y'all to meet my starting quarterback." He didn't say it's open competition. He said, "Here's your starting quarterback right here." I'm well, that's like, where college football you can fix it now in a second with the yes. transfer portal. I mean, yes. you can you can go from what oh Colorado goodness. was to what I guarantee you they're going to be a very competitive team, man, and they'll be a good team. That's for Quick. sure. Yeah. But that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Purdue. I, I just if if the, he if Breeze just lands you a couple of kids who are still not committed, maybe uh, that's a win. I tell you, you know? what, 
the kids that would put Purdue at the back burner of their Big Ten. There are a lot of kids from the Midwest. Their dream is to play for one of the Big Ten schools. Let's face it. Yeah. And uh, when you want to play for one of the Big Ten schools, you start with Ohio State and Michigan. And then you trickle down Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa. That's the next tier. And then after that, eh, you know, let's see. You know, but now Purdue is elevated up there in terms of recruiting with Ohio State, Michigan, because of that dude named Drew Brees. If I'm a young, impressionable kid, and Drew Brees walks into my living room, where do I, where do I sign? How, how quick can I sign before they change their mind? I'm on <laughs> yeah, it. Especially you. they were good this year, too. Yeah, what? they were. Yeah, what? they were. Uh, yeah, so uh, interesting stuff there, I thought. All right, l- let's look at the Bears a little bit. So just to, if, for people who may not have been all that locked in on them. So 3-10 and 10 this year. Uh, they've won two of those three games at home, at least. They have a six-game losing streak right now. They're coming off a bye. Uh, Justin Fields didn't practice yesterday with an illness. Now, I haven't, I don't think they practiced yet today. If we get any word, we'll pass it along because we did hear that during the show yesterday. So we'll let you know. But, um, you know, he goes into this thing having passed for 1,896 yards, 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, completing 61% with an 85 passer rating. Very pedestrian offensive numbers. Now, he doesn't have a good supporting cast and he's still young and learning the game. Then you go to the rushing aspect of this thing, and this is where he's leading the league. 905 yards, eight touchdowns. He's averaging 75.4 rushing yards per contest. And he's got three, he's ripped off three for over 50 yards in the last four games. So a big time threat. Their offense in general, 21.2 points per game, which is 18th, 189.2 rushing, which is first, 140.6, which is dead last. That's their offense. Go to the defense. 25 points per game allowed. That's 29th. 146 allowed on the ground. That's 27th. 204 in the air. That's 11th. Not bad. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been okay against the pass. Some of that is teams are just running it down their throat, and they don't need to throw it all that much. But nonetheless, that's what we're looking at here. Any way you slice it, bad. You know, other than, other than Fields' rushing numbers, any way you slice this thing, it's bad. All over the board. It's... This team, man, is trying to find themselves. They've blown it all up. They're hinking that right now. So, <laughs> um, I mean, you, the expectation is they finally got it on what, you know, was the Eberflus? Yes, Eberflus. Yeah. He's yep. a defensive yep. guy, right? Yep. Yes, he is. He wants to bring in his own system, bring in his own guys. Yep. So, evidently, going to try to do what, what Howie just did. Offensive side of the ball, they're finally letting somebody go in and and and, and <clears throat> run things the way they want. He wants to. What's his name? Um, Luke Getze. Yes, it's the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So they found a formula. They looked over at Philadelphia and watched tons of film on Philadelphia, and that's how they're going forward. They want to make an offense like that and give this kid an opportunity to go out there and play, man. They understand their butt is being breaded, um, their bread is being buttered by running the rock. So they just got to keep doing it. You know, forget the trendy, get the ball in the air stuff. They just need to run the rock, and that's exactly what they want to. And they've had some success. If they get their defense together and, and Iberflus gets his defense the way he wants it, they could be good, man. They could be good. That's a reclamation project that's going to take a minute. You know, yeah. I mean, he took over a tough spot. He really did. And he's he's definitely made the most of uh, – he's starting to make the most of, of some of the pieces there. They got to get more – they have to get better receivers. 
they have to get pass rushers. I mean, I think their priority is going to be defensive line in the offseason and yep. get edge rushers and get after the quarterback when you're leading sack getter as a safety with three. <laughs> you know, Brisker is their, he is the guy who's got the most sacks. He's a safety. He's a second-round pick out of Penn State. Penn State people know him. He's he a was, rookie. Yeah, he was a good player. I, mean, I like him. I like him a lot. Um, but, yeah, that's – and let's face it, when you're trading away Roquan Smith and, and, you know, Robert Quinn, who knows, but when you're trading away those kind of players – you, you're right, Barrett. You're basically throwing the white flag up there and saying, you know, we're we're trust the process here. Well, yeah, we'll try this next year. Yeah, we'll try this next year. Yep, that, that's exactly what it is. But that there's, look, there's plenty of opportunity to take advantage of things. I mean, they have the second worst record in football. Uh, their point differential is sixty minus sixty three, which is twenty seventh. By comparison, the Eagles are plus one thirty eight, which is first. So there's a big, big difference there, man. Um, and they have a, you know, a couple guys who may have an opportunity there, like Chase Claypool, who was traded over from the Steelers. He had an okay game against the Eagles when they played in the regular season. He had four catches for forty-five yards. Yeah. All I right. Remember he, I remember he tore us to shred two years ago, though. He did hurt His the Eagles a couple year. years back. You're right. <laughs> and I actually don't mind their tight end, the kid Komet. He, I think he's going to be. He's getting better. He's not yeah. spectacular, but he's he's getting better. But they well, don't have much. He's not spectacular. Uh, he's a very good tight end. He's not spectacular because of that mess he's in. True. He, he can flat out play, you know. Yeah. Um, they just need to have more weapons around him so that kid can showcase his skills because he was a heck of a player in college. He was. But unfortunately, man, he's a, he's a, he's on the he's on the funny farm playing for that team. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, that is the tough part, man. Like if you're even a, like you're you're Cole Komet. You, you, your numbers are going to look awful this year and people are going to yes. say, Oh, this guy hasn't developed. And I mean, what do you want him to do? Fields has no time to throw. No. Fields is still figuring out how to throw. There's no receivers to take any of the burden off of you. It's a, you know, that's why we've got to take into account. It's a team game sometimes. Mm. Um, and all these things play into it. But look, if there wasn't all this stuff hanging over with the Cowboys and all that, we'd look at this as just another game because this team is not good. You know, I mean, the only advantage they have going for them is they they're coming off a bye. But I mean, so what? You know, so what? Ultimately, Eagles should put up another forty spot in this game. They've scored 40, 48 in yep. the last three games. They should put up another forty spot in this game and call it a day. Yeah, I mean, they might have forty by the end of the third quarter. To be honest, well, well that's what I need. That's why I said we need fourth quarter. We need to have our vets sitting on on the bench. Yeah, man, getting them ready for the, for the showdown. Mm-hmm. In the state of Texas, gunfight yeah. at the OK Corral. Yeah, I mean, look, you, uh, you know, you pick it up after that that escape in the uh, in the Colts game. It's you, like you said, Derek. It's 40, 35, 48, which could have been more, really, had you not called off yep. the dogs. Um, so they're they're clicking right now. There there isn't a whole lot of weaknesses, and, you know. And the good thing is, it, it feels like from an injury standpoint, um, you're getting Goddard back. It looks like you dodged a bullet with. Um, with Lane Johnson. Now I think it's going to be a little while for Reed blanket chip. He's, he's walking around. He was in a knee brace yesterday, but you know, by all accounts, there's no tear and, or anything like that. So you're almost there, you know, CJ, CJ Gardner Johnson's what, what's he two weeks away? Is he a week? Two, two, three. Depends on how quickly that kidney heals. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The good thing is they don't need him right now. Right. You know, how many teams can say that they don't need him? They got enough firepower to do what they need to do and do it with authority. Mm-hmm. You know, now CGS, yeah, they need they would need him down in Dallas, but they don't need him this week. Yeah, they don't need him. They don't even to be honest with you, 
they don't need Goddard this week. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, the one I wonder a bit, a little bit about too. I guess you have to see how it goes, but I'd be real careful with Lane Johnson with the abdomen. I just got to make sure that that's right. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm sure he'll start if there aren't any kind of setbacks. I, I think he said he felt pretty good uh, coming out of it. But that, that's one that just—it's just like a weird, fluky injury that sometimes you got to be careful. You can make worse if you if you're not. It is true. Yeah. And you do not want to have to go into a Dallas game with Jack Driscoll on your right no, side. No, no. the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Bro, he, Lane came out and Jack Driscoll came in. Parsons, ready, break. Look. Oh, Lane's not there? You go over here. You go yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and his other player's like, what do, you, what do you mean? No, just trust me. Get over there. I, I'm, I'm going to be in your spot. Oh, okay, I guess. Here we go. Uh, yeah. yeah, that will happen. Trust me, that will happen. That's a that's a big deal. But yeah, so I I would look. I'm here's the way I'm going about this thing. I'm I'm going to try and bludgeon them on the ground. I'm I'm not even playing. I'm, it's going to be Miles Sanders. It's going to be Jalen. It's going to be a little Kenny Gainwell and Scott mixed in. But I'm I'm going to crush them on the ground until they prove they can stop. <coughs> that's right. how, that's be, I'm going about this. Thing. This should be the shortest game in the history of NFL. Both oh. teams run oh. the ball. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, should be right. two and a half hours. That's, you know, that's, a good yeah, that's a good point, which means we get on our post-game show quicker, which means I get on the road quicker to get home. <laughs> Last week was fast, too, though. I mean, that, that ended right four-ish, maybe a little before. That was pretty Exactly, quick. about 4.05, because yeah, yeah. I was yeah. on air at 4.05. Yeah, yeah, that was quick. Right. That was quick. So, yeah, well, I mean, you're I, on the air at 4.05, dude. That means the game ended a little bit before. You think about the commercial breaks, the turnaround. Three, yeah. Yeah. You know, so yo, let's make it, make it. Let's set an NFL record with two and a half hour game. Can you imagine that? Well, they would love that, man. They, they, you know, because they get it's one less day of rest. You know, because yep. it's a Saturday game. So the sooner you can end that thing and get the heck out of there, the better. Woo-wee. Yeah, man, I got chills just thinking about this already, man. I can't, even, <laughs> I, can, I, I can't even pay attention. I don't even know if I can even pay attention to the Bears game to be honest. I can already write my storylines for this Bears game. You know, I, I'm not, you know, and, and I know the Eagles are not approaching it like that, but I'm getting cocky right now. I'm already writing storylines for the postgame show for Sunday. Well, right? I, you Just should be able, if they're trying to, if they get behind and, and the Bears start trying to throw and it's not just uh, fields taking off, you should be able to turn them over too. Because you're talking oh, about, you know, not a great offensive line, not a great, you know, throwing any kind of threats out there. And he's thrown 10 picks this year. So you should be able to get to him. Eagles should pad their stats on both sides of the football this week. I'm telling you, they should have at least six QB sacks, run the ball for at least 300, have about 45 rushing attempts, and let's call it a day. Let's pack it up, boys, and go home. Get in and get out. Did you guys see that there's supposed to be nine and a half inches of snow in Buffalo um, by Saturday for that that Dolphins-Bills game? And yeah. and all week, Mike McDaniel's kind of downplayed the weather angle of it. I think he's oh, trying yeah. to do it for his own players' sake. Like, oh, uh, you know, we're, we're not worried about that. We're, I'm not planning for. I'm planning for the uh, for the Bills, not yeah. weather. Like, it's, okay, it's still football. No, it's not, bro. Yeah, you talking football in 87 degree weather compared to 20 degrees and nine inches of snow? No, it ain't just football. It's a mind game. That's the 12th man. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna tell you the truth. It's a different type of cold, man, when you're dealing with stuff like that, bro. It's yeah. a different like they should outlaw games. I've said it before, they should outlaw games on Monday night and Sunday night 
What? In Green Bay, in those towns, yeah. in <laughs> Buffalo, <laughs> bro. I remember I came out. I went out. I we went out at halftime. I mean, uh, we went out to start the game. It was twelve degrees. Ugh. Went back in at halftime. We came back out. I said, "Hey, man, what's the weather like, man? What is the weather like?" And dude <laughs> said, "Uh, oh, it's oh, oh. You don't want to know." I said, "What do you? What is it? <laughs> you don't want to know?" I said, "Man, what is it, man?" It's seven degrees. I'm like, oh, you're right. I don't want to know. Why do I know that? So I would when we went back into halftime, I put on one of those thermals. Yeah, <laughs> and, I came, and I ran back out. And my uh, I was a line coach. Oh man, Larry Bechtel. Larry cussed me out. I'm like, hey, well, coach, give me your jacket then. <laughs> and I'll I'll put I'll take this off, man. Get that off. So I had to cut my sleeves off, man. I was freezing. Oh, I was freezing. That is a no no, man. Offensive lineman wearing sleeves. That's a no no. Oh, he was so mad, bro. He was so, in fact, I didn't even make it outside. (laughs) I was still in the tunnel. We're about to go out. They made me, he made me cut my um, sleeves off. (laughs) I did feel like a wuss, though, man, but I would, I'd have been a warm wuss. (laughs) I can't tell you how many games I've covered Chicago, Green Bay, Buffalo, in, in weather that was 20, 28 degrees, wind, wind blowing. And you see offensive linemen, both teams come out, short sleeve t-shirt, basically just a, a, a an undershirt. Yep. And elbow pads on, maybe. That's it. Walking out there going through half hour, 45 minutes of pregame drills like it's nothing. I'm standing there with thermal underwear on, a parka, ski hat, and all this stuff. And these dudes like it ain't nothing. Obviously, when you're moving around, the body generates more heat. But still you'll be hot. You're hot when you're playing, you're hot. Yeah. But it, it, it's still crazy how cold you are when you're out. You don't want to touch anybody, bro. Especially yeah. when you're not playing, because at that time, you know, it was it was my it was like my my uh, seventh or eighth year in the league, and they had labeled me a backup. Yeah. So I'm like, come on, man. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not playing like the other guys are playing. So I'm sitting on the bench, and I just had to go out there for special teams like PAT and field goal block and all that type of right. stuff. I'd be I used to be so mad. Well, and, so and the worst mad. is Barrett. Those obviously players talk about those little those little stingers hurt worse when it's real cold. Them little nicks, like you, you you know you get an ankle injury, it hurts a little worse. Finger injuries hurt a little worse because it's so cold outside. Now see Debbie Rush talking about I miss December snow here in Southeast PA. No Debbie, I don't miss that. No, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't care if it ever snows again. Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. Now I was a kid, I couldn't wait for December snow in the Midwest. I don't care if I ever have to take my snowblower out again, to be quite honest with you. Bro, uh, it was so cold. The guys, you know, they got these big, these big hot, you know, uh, heaters. Fa- yeah, the heater fans. Yeah. They look, they look just like jet engines. <clears throat> guys were getting so close to them that they were burning their clothes and burning their, their cleats. Oof. Like it was melting. Their pants were melting and their cleats. That's how close they got, bro. It was, it was yeah. freezing. Yeah. yeah. Freezing out there, man. Mm. And and Chicago's not any better because that wind coming off that lake, Woo! Lake Michigan. Yeah, ain't nothing like that, bro. From Milwaukee to Green Bay to Chicago, ain't nothing like that hawk blowing off Lake Michigan, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, because it, yeah. it's so cold, Rob. Even if you're in snow gear, you feel like somebody somebody tickling your behind. You're like, hey, man, who touched you? <laughs> <laughs> so cold. That cold penetrates plastic, thermal, you name it, man. It yeah. finds its way through, man. One time man. I went. One time I went um. This time last year, but it was it was in January. I went fishing for Tog 
on this boat. And I just, I didn't have any of my, I didn't have any cold weather gear on. I just had like on, I had jeans on. I, I actually had thermals on, but I had jeans over it and I had tennis shoes on and I had a, uh, just a regular coat. Bro, it's supposed to have been like 30 degrees out there. Cap Tony said, look, man, where are you going? I said, what do you mean where I'm going? I'm, I'm already in the boat. I was like, where are you going? So what do you mean where am I going? I'm going fishing. He's like, you're going fishing in that? Oh, man, I'll be fine. Bro, on the way out there, <laughs> I was so cold. I wasted my 100 bucks. I yeah. wasted it because I wanted to stay inside. And <laughs> we, were on, we were on a charter boat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. so, man, I wanted to stay inside so bad. Man, I was like, look, you know what? That hundred, They can have this $100. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I'm trying to fish with it. It was just too cold. It was like, it was like the 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 wind and the in the cold this was it was attacking my bones like my bones were even cold man that's yeah. that's so cold that's my my bones had just like they're frozen man I was, that's the worst I felt you know what I'm saying yeah Never. I hear you I hear you <laughs> um and but did you see did any did either one of you guys see McDaniel before practice yesterday walking around to like beep like like to the rap music. No, I didn't. No, no, dude. You got to see it. Like, he just hey, it, go get it. Go get is it, man. it. Is it as bad as the Rob Gritty? My Gritty was better than this. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. You have to watch to get it, man. Come yeah, on now. He is. You got to find uh, that video, dude. You got to find it. He's interesting, that. that guy. He's definitely interesting. Come um, on, man. You got to find that video. I'm t- I'm, all right. I'll pull it up. The McDaniel one or me? No, McDaniel. You oh, got, yeah, you, yeah, I yeah. want to see this. All right, you I'll see, see Xander. See if you can find that from yesterday. So it's McDa- it's Mike McDaniel before Dolphins practice, and he's just kind of walking around. You got to see it. I just I'll just leave it at that, man. You, you got to see it. So uh, we will uh, we'll see if we can find that for you. We'll, wow. we'll, we'll get it up. All right, so we'll come back at two o'clock. Uh, we will dig into our NFL segment. We have 49ers and Seahawks important game tonight. Uh, we'll give you an injury update that could be key to that game. Uh, Oh, we have it, Xander. Do we have that? I don't oh, think let's he's see that. Is he? Did he find it? I want to see this. He's working on it. He's gonna hey, have Bear, it. Bear, we got. Right, here we go. Here we go. Here it is. All right, let's All right, see this. Take, take We're Let's go. Yeah, we good work out of Xander getting that quick. All right, watch, watch my man. <laughs> he looked dumb, bro. He looks like he should be in science class, man. Now he's rapping. Yeah, no swag at all. No, man. man. No, there's a a lot going on there, man. Wow. You know what? You didn't know how to stay in your lane, man. Rob Gritty was much better than that, man. He looked like an accountant, bro. My Gritty was better. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, my Gritty was better. He looks like an accountant, man. He's he's a football coach. (laughs) No, he looked like a reject from the Revenge of the Nerds. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you guys oh would enjoy that. Goodness. That's an interesting uh, dude right there, man. He is interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll come back uh, and we'll dig into all that NFL stuff that we're talking about. We're going to do our NFC power rankings, uh, by the way, today. And we're going to do a best chances uh, in the AFC and the NFC for the teams that are on the outside looking in to get in. So we'll do all that stuff. You don't want to go anywhere. Joel Embiid claims the fans want him traded. We'll talk about that. Uh, Noah Syndergaard finds a new home. So a lot, a lot to dig into uh, the rest of the way. Don't move. Got Derek. Yeah. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Barrett, you got Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. Now, here's the thing. They offer offer you cost-effective solutions to any problem that you may face. It doesn't necessarily mean taking the whole tree down. It could be trimming it back. It could be you do need that thing uh, taken down if it's old and weathered. You don't want that falling on the house or the kids or the pets or the neighbors or any of that kind of stuff. So if you have any kind of issues, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts trimming all types of trees and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services specializes in full tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. And keep in mind, look, there's a, there's a, it's a time of year right now where we're getting heavy winds, heavy rains at times, snow, and all those kind of things that can weigh on the trees, and they could potentially come down. It's a good time to have your trees evaluated. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work. Give Flint Tree Services a call at 610 850 2848 610 850 2848 or online at Flynn That's Flynn Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles 
number one Jeff D'Ambrosio destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us today on this Thursday. Yes, we are Sports Take. If you're just tuning in for, for the first time in a little bit, we got, got a new tune. I'd like to see Mike McDaniel dance to our song. Can't that would it. be good. That'd be Can't a good look, it. man. No? No. No, uh, like Mike, Mike Singletary said, can't, can't do it. Can't, can't dance with it. Can't do it. No. No. I've right. seen enough. I, I got to hit you guys with this. Joel Embiid uh, essentially – is claiming the fans want him traded. Wow. Yeah, like, I don't – It's this is so bizarre. First of all, yeah, are, are there always going to be uh, a couple of outliers here and there? Yeah, I, I would guess. And, and, and generally, if there's any kind of trade discussion brought up regarding him, it's more of this is probably about as far as this team can take it. Is it time to, to make some kind of move? It's not this guy sucks. We want him out of here. It's his fault, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like, like, I just don't – he comes up with this stuff sometimes, and you're thinking to yourself, like, why? Well, like, wh- And it's not like the Jordan, you know. Like, Jordan used to, you know, make up stuff just to motivate For himself. For self-motivation. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like that. He He's crying, oh, I, I don't think they like me. Um, They want me out of here. I don't, I don't know what, you know, what I did to, to, to garner this. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I, I give my best when I'm out there. Uh, it's I'm, pretty I'm good close, indeed. I'm close. I'm close to being, you know, perfect. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Look at look at you. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> hey, hey, I like that. Can you do D gun? No, you can't okay. do D gun. Okay, all right. D gun's too hard. D gun way too hard. I like that. That was look, good. Joel and B worried about somebody talking about him getting traded. Now there have been people on. On on uh, social media, fans and even so-called basketball pundits who have said, "Would it be in the best interest to trade Joel and get what you can for him now? Move in a different direction." Okay, that's natural. Yeah, considering this team for two years in a row, which was expected to go deep into the playoffs, is bowed out in the second round. That's a natural question for any player. 
Um, if you take that personal, Joel, I hope that it fuels you to play your take your game to an even higher levels. Hope you're not going to pout behind this, you know. Oh uh, yeah. yes, um, I I um, I, I truly believe that um, I I'm going to play better. I just I just need others around me to play at my level. I mean, I, just give me the ball and and we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let's see, Chris go duck talking about I can do gunner. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you know, I, I acknowledged you. Yes, I saw. I'm acknowledging it. No, you no, can't. You don't no. want to. Hey, Crisco. You can't, you can't do it. Duck, You don't want to do Gunner. No, no, no. Don't even try. Uh, Move on. But I, I let, <laughs> let me ask you guys this. Is this his way of sort of like uh, greasing the skids here for a trade request? Could might be. be the case. Where he sort of spins it, which is bogus, but he spins it into, hey, they want me out of there anyway. You know, what do you want me to do? Could well, be. who would want to trade for him right now? A borderline I, team that needs one player to get over the hump? Yeah, but, I, I mean, I think teams – look, he's a, he's a spectacular player still. It's just it, – it's the league isn't run through the bigs as much any or at all, you know, really anymore. It's just he, kind he's, of a diff- You know who would trade for him, Barrett? Who, who would who – you know, I'm glad you said that. I had to think about that for a minute. How about a team like Utah? They gutted their team. They identified this past offseason. We went as far as we could go with the nucleus we had. Let's start over, okay? So they got rid of their big money players. They got room. They could take them. He might be. He might be the catalyst to get them over the hump. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I think they're in like such a rebuild mode. But they're winning. Know. They're they're winning, Rob. They're rebuilding, but they're winning. Yeah. Maybe they're doing better than even they thought they would with this revamped team that they have. Maybe they realize, man, if we got the right piece, hey, you know what? This rebuild thing is not as bad as I thought it is. Maybe if we got one or two pieces somewhere, we might be able to do some damage here. I just try I'm going I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at rosters. Oh man. And look, he's making a ton. Yep. You know, I, I look. If anything happens, it's not happening till the off season, which you know rosters could look different then. Um, right, right. But but the the problem is like if you're you know you're you're the Sixers, you're built to win now. We could debate whether they're good enough, and that's certainly you know legit. But you're built to win now. You trading him? Are you you just waving the white flag as far as that goes? It's true. That you is know, true. and and then and then you get into the bigger picture of what was all of this about. Simmons isn't here anymore. Embiid wouldn't be here anymore. Markel mm-hmm. Fultz isn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. Okafor isn't here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, what's left at this point if you do trade him away? But it's funny. You mentioned those players, Rob, and this is when they were in the height of the process. Look at how yeah. many of those players they drafted turned out to be bust. Now, some of them still in the league, but they haven't panned out. These were high, first, not just middle of the road, not just low first-round picks. Yeah. These were high first-round picks. Where's Okafor in? Didn't pan out. He's playing overseas. It's actually his birthday today. He's part of the birthday crew. Is yeah, he? yeah, he is. Wow. Uh, he's 27 today. He's not even in the league anymore. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's not in the league. What was the other center's name from Kentucky? Goofy, goofy dude. Oh, Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel. Noel. Where's he at? I, I I think he's still in the league. I think so also. Nerlens Noel. He, yeah, Nerlens was not happy when he when the Sixers didn't pay him. Yeah, you know, and he and he he wasn't. He thought he claims that his agent misled him. His agent was Rich Paul, who was uh, you know Clutch and Ben Simmons and LeBron and those guys. 
Um, but he never got that big payday. So let me see where he is at. Hey, man, he o- is, Okafor is He's in, in Detroit, Barrett. He's only played six wow. games. Yeah. Okafor is in Mexico playing in the NBA G League. <laughs> Jeez, man. From a high first-round draft pick to the G League yes. in Mexico. You know what the thing with him was? Like, he, he really had legitimate, like, post moves and stuff like that. Yeah. He could score yeah. the basketball a little bit. He was so awful defensively and made so little effort. That it drummed him out of the league. If he would have just been willing, he could have hung around as a backup center for a really long time. And if he wasn't and, willing. Yeah, and then it's yeah. the opposite with Nerlens the Well. He was so good defensively, but just piss poor offensively. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. How if about we drafted the- three centers in the first round and all three, well, only one panned out. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that's the point. You know, just get it back to what we were talking about. Like if 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 you move on, and I don't think they're looking to do this, by the way, but if they moved on from from Joel, there's That's really the not process. A, yeah, there's nothing left to show for all of that. Nope. You know all that all that hinky work Hinky did, he'd be so mad. He's right now Hinky is so he's probably rolling over. Well, he ain't he ain't dead, but he's yeah. probably rolling over in his bed right now. <laughs> yeah. All I did for this team, all I uh-huh. did for that city, mm. and look what they give me. He's rolling over Nothing. in his analytics. Yeah. How, how many how many high first round picks did they have and only Joel really panned out? Think six. about it. I think it was six. It was six years, right? Six. Was it yeah. six in a row? Yeah. 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 It had, only uh, Joel it had Michael, Michael Carter. Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. Michael Williams. Rookie of the year. Mar- they traded him the next year. Michael Fultz. Fultz. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nerlens Noel, Nerlens, yeah, Ben, Ben. Oh my goodness, Ben. Oh my goodness, Okafer, yeah. Okafer, yeah. and and Joel, and Joel. Wow, yeah. wow. Last man standing, right? What and, about and we had look, Holiday? We also had Holiday here. We let him go. Well, they tra- that was what started yeah. everything when they traded yeah. him away. Yeah, they traded him away. They traded uh, Iggy away. Iguodala. Wow. Yeah. All Iggy did was go with himself a couple of rings out on the left coast. Yeah. Right. Oh, who, who, who was that other? Um... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, play for Atlanta. Um, they traded. Um, or was he a high second round pick? The guard. Lou he was high second. Who? High second. Lou Williams. You talking about? Lou Williams. Yes. Lou. Yeah. Was he, he a first Lou. round pick. Or he high was second? a second rounder. He, okay. he. Yeah. He came right out of high school back okay. when you could. Um. Yeah. I know. It, it's um, and there's so many things that went wrong along the way, like the whole fiasco with the, with the league forcing out Hanky and then forcing the force feeding uh, Jerry Colangelo who hires Brian Colangelo, Colangelo's his wife. his wife, the burner accounts, the big collars, everything that went along with that. And then Elton brand gets the job and he's not really ready for it, but there's a minute where it's just Brett Brown in there. And that's when they, they end up drafting bridges and trading him away for Zaire Smith. Yeah. yeah. There's so many. Zaire. Zaire. Yeah. Oh, Zaire's, I, I, we forgot about Zaire. Right, Zaire's another one. Yeah, well, you tr- you you had a, a three and D perennial all star who played in your backyard, whose mother worked for the organization. Fault I me, mean, um, you Bridges. About Bridges. You, that's our that's our guy's uh his cousin. Terrible. Right, Devon, Devon, Devon Givens, yeah, Devon Givens' cousin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Rob, it's really I gotta ask you a question, dude. Yeah. Did you get all these dudes fired, man? <laughs> this was before we knew you had that that mystic power um, to get people fired. Did you get them all fired? Uh, I, I helped with Brian Colangelo. I helped there. Okay, got him out of there. Okay, but they, but but the burner accounts did him in more than anything else. That wasn't so much me. Hmm. That was his own paranoia and psychosis. Um, all right, so a couple things back to present day. 
it looks like it's going to be at least a couple more weeks for Tyrese Maxey, according to Doc Rivers with the foot. So, I mean, you don't want to rush him back. So it makes sense. But that's uh, that's kind of where things are with Tyrese. They play the Warriors tomorrow night, and Steph Curry injured his shoulder. I haven't. They said he was getting an MRI today, but we haven't heard anything yet. He he was he was help playing help defense and reached to try to get a strip, and he just, and he and he got his arm sort of caught in a weird position. He grabbed at his shoulder. I think it was his left shoulder, not his right, but I'd have to look at it um, again. So uh, you know who knows. And there, by the way, have you guys seen? I, I didn't realize this till I think it was maybe it was last night. What the Warriors are doing on the road? Yeah, what are they, two, 12, 2 and thirteen? So, yeah, like I, I couldn't believe it. Um, they were, you know, obviously with the Warriors, you're expecting them to be this this great team, you know, uh, under any circumstance. But they are um, two and thirteen on the road. Yeah, yeah, two and thirteen. You know, they're mm-hmm. twelve and two at home and two and thirteen on the road. I like. Wow, how do you account for that? Wow. For for a championship team. You can lose by accident. You can win yeah. by accident, man. Yeah. Mm. Bad, right? So that I'm sure that bodes well for the Sixers, who are, you know, like a little mini run, I guess. They're playing well um lately. And some of it depends on how you how you view it. They certainly could have lost that that Lakers game, but they've won their last two. Um Noah Syndergaard, Barrett's guy. He signs with the Why uh let him go, man. Yeah, he's a Dodger, man. He's a Dodger. He got one year, thirteen. It's going to get up to about thirteen million, uh, with a couple of incentives met. So thirteen mil for one year. Yeah, for a guy who's nowhere near a shell of himself. But baseball is beautiful, man. Money wise, he will. He will watch him. He will. He's going to pan out for them. Give well, them they uh, they they develop pitchers. Like they help pitchers get better and do what they do best. You know, I will tell you that. Um, all right, so uh, you have now Gibson. Eflin and Syndergaard all gone from the rotation, replaced um, by Taiwan Walker, who will come in there. Now, keep in mind, you go Wheeler, Nola, Suarez, Taiwan Walker, Walker, and then that last spot can go a couple different directions. It could go Andrew Painter if they feel like he's ready, the kid, or you could always have Bailey Falter um, as the starter, at least to begin the season, and then Painter comes in. I actually think they may go with the six-man rotation later in the year to not wear down really? Nola and Wheeler. I think it's possible. I think it's possible because those guys really hit a wall because they weren't. Let's face it; they're not accustomed to pitching that that deep in two seasons or that. Well, they you know, hadn't been that deep in twelve years. Yeah, the team hasn't. Right? Exactly right. <laughs> so I, that, that's something else to keep in mind. Like they may end up doing. It wouldn't surprise me, but I, I think they've upgraded there. I, you know, I think I agree. that. You know, Gibson, it was enough already. Eflin, it was just a shame because he couldn't stay healthy. And, you know, they got crazy money, you know? Well, how much did Gibson get? Gibson got $10 million for one year. Okay. He ain't paying that money. here. Yeah, Gibson, good luck to you. Good luck to yeah. you, wherever you decide to go. You ain't doing it here, man. You know what? To be honest with you, the pitchers that they lost, I'm not that sad that they, they're gone. I mean. Well, except for Thor. Yeah. Eflin was decent, but I'm not. I'm not. You don't know when he's going to be healthy or not with those knees. Can't stay healthy. You can't stay yeah. healthy. You know, yeah. and, and, I, so. I, and he's he is a versatile guy. He showed you yeah. food out yeah. of the bullpen, but um, yeah. So that that's uh, from a Phillies perspective. Flyers are at the Devils tonight. Uh, they're playing New Jersey. You know, look, I, I I don't know what else to say at this point. Honestly, with the Flyers, it's just kind of like 
They're nine, fourteen, and seven. They've lost four straight. Uh, they've won two out of their last ten. New Jersey's good, although they've lost three straight. New Jersey's twenty-one, six, and two. That losing streak will end tonight. You think so, the Flyers win? No. Or Jer- no oh, Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which losing streak you meant. Yeah. It's funny though. Every time we 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 mention them in the, in that vein, they end up winning a game. It's yep. true. That is true. The Flyers do so. I mean, we uh, laughed. We laughed about them playing Colorado, the defending champs, and they went out there and made it a competitive game. It was three-two final. It was at least yeah. respectable. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're right about that. I, I think you know, I was thinking about this last night. How irrelevant they've become. I mean, it is unbelievable. You guys know, you know how hardcore that that fan base is. But I'm not used to seeing this, man. Yeah, they're still not, sell out. Yeah. yeah, and they still do well at, yeah. at the gate, yeah. all things considered how bad they are. But, man, I just – they're just – the interest level isn't there, you know, and you can't fault people. Well, you know, that's a lot of money to go down there and see an inferior product when you think about it for seats, concessions, parking. <laughs> that's a lot of money to go down and watch – basically watch a triple-A team play NHL hockey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but they're still – like you said, you're still getting good crowds. I mean, that's a loyal fan base, period. Yeah. I just wonder, I don't know, it's really hard to comprehend exactly what the plan is. You know, like, are they in tank mode? Are they trying to get the first pick? What exactly is the objective here? Because I don't know what it is with them right now. Well, they they, they don't know what they're going to do with the guys that they have there right now. I mean, Povarov, I mean, I thought he was going to at least be a decent uh, defender. I mean, he, he hasn't lived up to it, man. Neither is Carter Hart. I mean, all these guys that they brought in, I I, I just don't understand <clears throat> which way they want to go. I mean, do they develop those guys still? Because they're supposed to be developed by now. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to be developed by now. Well, Barry, maybe they're not playing to our expectations because of the deficiencies they have to try to cover for in other areas on the team. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to say you try to do too much. Maybe they're trying to do too much because what they have around them is far, far inferior compared to what they were hoping it would be well that's what i'm saying then yeah i don't understand like um you go out and you get like i said Provorov. you get guys that you thought were gonna draft the them and, and develop yeah yeah you know they were gonna be the future and and what have they done yeah i i mean I'm, i look at their roster and I, I just don't see, you know. That, he, to, he's a great example. I'm glad you brought him up because he had all kinds of potential. And he had, yeah. he was better as a rookie and in his second year, and he's gotten worse. And I that's an organizational failure, that guy. Well, what about Connecty also? Yeah, Connecty's just he, – he's wildly inconsistent, you know. I, I, and that's – again, there's skill mm-hmm. there. He should be better. And the only guy from the old guard that's there is, is Couturier, and he's hurt. Right. Yeah, now you're right, and it's a bunch of just kind of unknowns, you know. Beyond that, just how's just, Kevin Hayes doing? He's played pretty well. Um, you know, I think he is going to be prime trade bait, uh, and that's not a knock on him. I think he brings some value back. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try and move him. He's a veteran who's good on the power play, uh, who I think a, a team that's in contention would want. So I think Kevin Hayes is going to be dealt, mm-hmm. which is fine. You're not going anywhere with Kevin Hayes anyway. It's not, and it's not a knock on him um, for sure. But uh, one of the thing I wanted to, to touch on, and we meant to kind of get this uh, to this a little bit yesterday, but um, 
Ruben Frank wrote about this for NBC Sports Philadelphia. I thought it was interesting. Just the impact that the uh, that the veteran guys are having on the Eagles. You know, BG, um, Fletcher on that side of the ball, Kelsey, Lane Johnson. You know, those guys and how much the younger guys are, are learning by example from the way they, they're there every day. They're, they're like first and last guys, you know, along with Hertz. But like there, there's a lot of lessons to be drawn. And I think there's a reason why a guy like Maialata was able to flourish the way that he did. Not only is he talented, Stoutland's awesome, but I think it's really helped that he's been surrounded by those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing that this team has going for themselves. Well, this organization has done a very good job in general for years in terms of finding the right veteran personnel to establish what their company uh, edict is. And when those guys are gone, it's a trickle-down effect. The other guys who elevate past that baton on to newer and younger players who continuously come through the door. And and once you've established that, if if you had a system where, hey, man, you go to this team, it's like chaos. Well, what do you expect? You can go in there and create your own chaos because – there's no discipline. There's nobody to to pull you in. Mm-hmm. But when you have people that will pull you in, hold, hold up, man. Hold up. We don't do that here. Yeah. You, you don't read about us in the newspapers doing extracurricular activity, which could be an embarrassment to this organization. Great point. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you come in here, you step in line, and you're not going to be here long. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care who you are, what your credentials are, Roseman and Lori will get rid of you. And we're all about our business here. They'll get ready to be in a hurry. We, we, we're not about that kind of noise here. You know, so yeah. you got to toe the line. You come here, you toe the line. And it's one thing to speak it. It's another thing to show it by example. So these veterans will speak it and they lead by example. Players from the outside coming in have no choice but to toe the line. Yeah. Yeah. And they police themselves, man. Absolutely. That's yeah. that's the difference when you have veteran players like that. You know, like when I, when I first came in as a rookie, uh, veteran guys that I – you know, had to look look after and, and, and who you looked after me were uh, Guy McIntyre and Ryland McKenzie. Ryland mm-hmm. McKenzie won yeah. the original, original Hogs. Yeah. Guy McIntyre was on that 49er team uh, that won those championships. And they kind of kept me in line, you know. I mean, it's, it's when you're sitting there in the huddle with them, you look right there and you see the things that they're doing and why they've had success they've had, then, you know, you want the longevity that they have also. You know, Guy Mack played for about 13 years. Riley played for about 13, 14 years also. Mm-hmm. You want the longevity, so you try to do things to pattern yourself after them. It's it's a commodity. It's, it's, it's a blessing. It's, it's something that that organization has done a great job of having guys there to do that. Yep. You look at the younger teams that are that don't have that type of guidance – you know, I I don't think that that's um, it's it's hard for them to really have that stepping stone to get them going in the right direction without leadership mm-hmm. that could help you. That's mm-hmm. why I'm finding you know I, I, it's probably really really hard for that Jacksonville team to have a culture because they're so so young. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like who do they have to look up to? And it's good they have Doug there because Doug has been a player and Doug is going to try to bring in guys that can help them out. It's hard for players like that, even though with the Giants, the Giants also. They don't have that they don't, that old. They call them old heads. They don't yeah. have an old head there to to really show them the the um, bumps and bruises of being good because it's hard to have older guys there, especially if they're not good. Right. You know, I was blessed enough that I, I stuck around for twelve years because I was an older guy, but I kept my nose clean. 
I never, uh, I never, you know, stepped out of bounds. You know, I was, I was a good dude, you know, and they didn't mind me, you know, it was like, I was a coach my last three years of my career yeah. with the Steelers, you know, um, I, you know, I had, I, my coach would tell me, Hey, take these yoga coach, you know, would tell me, Hey, go over, take these guys over here and run through this for me, you know, show them this for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then it was time for us to get back up. Then he calls over and then we go in and, and, and do it, you know, and, and I had a good relationship with the coach. He trusts me for that. So you, a lot of times you don't have that type of, um, you don't have that type of person in your locker room or in your meeting room to help you like that. And it's usually those are the teams that are trying to find their way. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Uh, let's step aside here. Let's come back, dig into the NFL talk. 49ers Seahawks tonight on tap NFC power rankings outside looking in some proposed rules changes, which we'll get into. We'll cover all of it when we return. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are sports take on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us. I want to tell you about razor technology yes data is everywhere today but when it's locked away in silos it can't be efficiently used and businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision making razor technologies data management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected but provides a uniform structure for storing interpreting and distributing it to decision makers razor helps businesses transform and model their data use it to populate real-time dashboards and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools, the data insights, easily digestible, help all people of all businesses of all sizes discover, you know, different types that they can use to untap for significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. Learn more by contacting Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit us online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Post-game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post-game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles 
Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. everybody we are back we are sports take jacob sports youtube network if you missed any of the show any of our interviews that we've done throughout the course of the week very simple just go to jacobsports.com or go to jacob sports youtube channel go back and watch anything any any bits and pieces of it in its entirety it's one of the great things that we have going here at our channel that's for sure one of the many great things all right um, man, these, these breaks are too short man we gotta do something we need some longer breaks <laughs> all right <laughs> Yeah, we got. Yeah, I'm all right, man. We got. Ain't no way it's three minutes, man. I know, man. I'm telling you what, these are like lightning fast breaks, man. I'm like, what, what the world? We have so much to say, man. We 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 can't, you know, waste any any time on breaks. You know, not me. I'm I'm a very shy, reserved individual. You're an um, introvert. Well, not to the point of introvert, but I just like to say as little as possible. Um, and I enjoyed listening to both of you chat. You're a minimalist. Yes, there you go. Like that? Yeah. I right. like that. I like that. There you go. Um, that was with Pat Summerall. He was a minimalist, and that worked. He did pretty <laughs> good. Um, all right. So tonight, we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. Good game tonight. You know, Thursdays kind of haven't been great, let's be real, uh, for a lot of this year. You'll come out come and watch it with us, me and Rob. That's right. Screwballs tonight, King of Prussia. Uh, we're going to have a little coat drive. So if you have a gently used coat that you're not, uh, you know, it's not in the rotation and uh, you could you could bring it, it, it'll go to good people, man. People who need coats, people who won't be warm enough walking around outside. They, they, they can't afford coats. So if you can do that, uh, that'd be great for one of uh, Krause's coat drives. But, yeah, we're going to be at Screwballs tonight, so stop on out. I'm looking forward to Barrett uh, hanging out in person. We, we did it, uh, well, it was about a month and a half ago, whatever yep. it was. That yep. was fun. Yeah, I, I, I want to say Joe Krause in the time. I've known Joe over a decade now, and uh, he has been consistent in terms of giving back, man. And, uh, you know, I've donated a lot of coats to his drives. I've gone out to a number of functions where he's uh, uh, he's put on events that generate um, uh, coats for, for people. And uh, I'm a, kudos to him, man, because, uh, you know, this is a dude who who's running a network, building a network. He's like, CEO, marketing director, you name it, he does it. 
and he still finds time to do charity work like this dude. And that, and that's great because you're right. There's so many we what we have we take for granted, man. Yep. Something as simple as a coat. Yep. It would amaze you how many people don't have decent coats to live in this region. Uh, something yep. as simple as a coat. And yep. he does he does an incredible job of of doing his part to help help out humanity, man. We do. I and I you know, we take a lot of things for granted. A coat, yeah, a man. roof over your head, you yeah, know, a meal. Dude. So a simple meal, you know, Cheerios, yep. whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> dry yeah but anything anything you can do and like anything you do to, to help people any time of year but especially this time of year it's tough times are tough for, for folks um so yeah stop on out screwballs tonight in king of prussia it's gonna be great always a great crowd out there too and tons of big screen tv so great food the, yeah great food the game will be on you know come on out and so um Come so have a game, shot with me, stateside vodka. Come have a shot. Oh, with me. Uh, by the way, I, I mean, and Krause knows to have your stateside ready. So just yeah, FYI. Yeah. You oh, you going out there tonight, B Brooks? Yes, sir. Go ahead, man. Yep. Do your thing. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I volunteered, Derek. They didn't ask me. I volunteered. He did. He you did only try. volunteered to get the free liquor, dude. Come on, you know it's Christmas is next week. Hey, man, perks. I know you, man. It's okay to have some perks involved. No, 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 no. They volunteer. I want to hear this volunteer. What are you trying to say? Yeah, I don't we, all in, we all in front of company, man. <laughs> we all in front of company, bro. Dang, man. Hey, Rob's the one that said that Crosby got your state side. I just added to it. He already it's all right. Out there. We're the, he's, we got to quench our thirst. We're doing a show, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get a little thirsty. Drink water. Show. Drink water. Yeah. Okay. It's a special one. It's vitamin water that we that we drink. Yeah, okay. Uh, there ain't no vitamin. That's fire water. There ain't no vitamin water. <laughs> Um, so according to Xander, uh, he had 20 cases of it and he's, uh, he's out of supply. So that Barrett's going through this stuff pretty quickly. Hey, man, what are you doing? Shooting it up in your veins? For what I'm hearing. So what you doing, bro? Um, Xander said he went from 20 cases to none. He's a growing young boy. What do you want to do? We in front of company right now. Yeah. You can't be saying that kind of stuff. Uh, Right. I'm sorry. I just, I just. I just want to apologize to all those listening for my my, my um, transgressions, and I want to apologize to Mr. Brooks for putting him out there and uh, publicly like <laughs> put me out there. And, and to um, anyone I've offended. And and I want to uh, I want to uh, apologize to Rob for twisting his words in terms of what Bro, he meant. I just take advantage of opportunities to to have nice things, man. Just like just like Rob, I, I call Rob today, man. Rob's going to have his guys come out and check out. This house I was gonna uh, that I, I might buy. So yeah, yeah. pro action, pro gonna come out check it out. You know, I've talked mm-hmm. to them. Really, not you're right, man. Nice people, bro. Nice. People. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. They're good. They're good folks, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So tonight's game, it like I said, it is a good one. It, it's the 49ers at Seattle. Niners three point favorites. Seattle is one of those outside looking in teams right now in the standing. So they need this one. This is a a critical game for them. Because right now at seven and six, they are behind the Giants, who are seven, five, and one. But if Washington loses Sunday night, uh, or I'm sorry, Giants lose Sunday night to Washington, Seattle wins this one. They're in right now. They're they're in the playoffs. And look, I, I don't really care if they win or lose, but I think it'd be a pretty cool story for Geno Smith, for <clears throat> Carroll, who a lot of people wrote off this year. It'd be pretty uh, pretty cool for to see them get in. I don't see Seattle winning tonight. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. I think I think I think Gino Gino needs to call his insurance company and tell him how much can I increase my Lloyds of London policy. Oh, That's rough. <laughs> Dang, but you know what? I'm going with Seattle. Go ahead. You just going with Seattle because I said they're not going to win. That's the only reason. If I had have said anything, you would have said nothing. I know why you going with Seattle. I know you know because he's going to be Barry going to be sitting there tonight looking at the 49ers defense talking about. 
Dang. Oh my goodness. Ooh. That's why you be saying, I know, I know why. It's okay. It's okay. We will discuss this tomorrow, Mr. Brooks. All right. Let me go I... back to my reserve mode. I just want you to know that I spoke out of you know why? and I apologize for that. No, you know why they're gonna win? What? Because they got a guy on the other side named Brooks that's gonna be handling that offense. Darren Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. Man, he probably the weak link in offense, man. No, the defense. He plays defense. Linebacker. Yeah, he might be the weak link in the defense. I don't know. He, he, he just leads the NFL in, in tackles right now. I know he does, man. I'm just trying to egg you on, man. I like I, I, it's it's interesting. Brock Purdy's playing. Uh he is so, Brock Purdy. I, I just want to I want to see Purdy. more of this before I can you know fully back what they're going to be able to do right if they like it's one thing to get through last week and i give him credit he 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 played well um but as the season goes on and you get more tape on him and teams are looking to take some things away that he does well how's he going to respond i'm really curious how that's going to look with him i agree with you 100 but i also as i've said before this dude came off the bench mr irrelevant now let's face it how many backup quarterbacks do we see come in and the offensive flow drops off significantly. And I want to emphasize the word significantly. This dude came off the bench cold two series into a game in a high-powered, high-pressure game against a team like Miami, a good defense. Now, we all agree. All those that raise your hands that agree Miami has decent defense. Yeah, yeah they're decent, for sure. And he came in and lit that defense up. Then the next week, he lit up Todd Bowles' defense. They blitzed him all day. And he was now. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is the next Tom Brady. Don't don't know anybody start that mess. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in a game plus against two pressure pack situations, this dude ain't playing like no last pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, he looks yeah. twelve. He played like he's thirty two right well, now. I, they've also done a and and you know rightfully so they've done a very smart job with him. You know they're not putting they're him in bad him. positions. You know, and utilize what you have, your strengths and, and the receiving core and Kittle and, and McCaffrey and all that. And it's and the defense is really good. So the odds are he's not going to have to be chasing teams. Right, right. You know, where where all of a sudden San Fran's giving up a lot of points. I don't see that. So that helps you know, when you're playing either from ahead oh, yeah. or, or or even. You know, like, yeah, uh, like Forrest Hill said, Brock throws a purdy ball. It throws, <sighs> throws a purdy ball. Yes, he yeah. does. What were you going to say, Barry? I, I was just saying that, you know, they, they just put them in great positions. They run an offense that's really mm-hmm. quarterback friendly. You know what I yeah. mean? That, that's that's yeah. just what Shanahan does. He, mm-hmm. he he runs offensive systems that take advantage of whoever he has a quarterback. Right. And and if they can hand the ball off, they'll be great in this system. Yeah. Um, I just – Brandon Ayuk has, has definitely come out of shell. He's going to be – He's going to become that weapon, uh, you know, since Debo's out. You know, they always got, you know, a way in which they can, they can score. The running game will be key, man. It'll be mm-hmm. key. But I, I, I still like Seattle and how they how they play, man. I mean, the weapons, they'll be able to score on that, on that, uh, on that, on that defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's Seattle's at a point where I, I think, it's it's they're they're in kind of danger land, right? I think the Giants are in danger land. There's a few teams yep. like this right now, and Seattle's dropped three out of four. They've lost Tampa to Tampa at home. They've lost to the Raiders at home. They won at the Rams 
and they lost to Carolina at home. So three of those losses, those three losses all have taken place at home. So that it's, it hasn't been as much of a home field advantage. So they're going to have to get this thing right, like real quick tonight. So their defense has given up 21, 40, 23, and 30 points in their last four games. Yeah. The defense basically hasn't shown up since they held the Giants to 13 points. Well, they, they, it was five weeks ago. They'd never been, they'd never really been a defense that really showed up. Remember, we talked about that countless times in the beginning of the season where, right, right. all right, that offense bailed them out again. We didn't like the defense, but we liked the offensive side. I mean, uh, we like the offensive side of the ball. We don't like the defense. The defense has been, you know, porous at best. But offensively, man, I just like that. The, the battle. I think Bosa's back, isn't he? Is Bosa back? Yeah. I, I think he's questionable, isn't he? Is, is he, he still questionable? Okay. Is he well, back? I, I think he will be back, but the key matchup is him against um, uh, Charles Cross, mm. the, the, the rookie left tackle from Mississippi State. The guy's a dancing bear, man. He can he can block, man. And He's that'll a be dancing a, bear. That'll be a key block, man. It'll be it'll be it'll, it'll be where the game is won. Cross against Bosa. Okay. This could be a matchup, clash of the titans, man. I, li- I like Cross too. I like him. He's come in and be very very sound. Then a guy on the other side, Abraham Lucas. He's also played consistent. He's a third rounder. They've got two starting rookie left, uh, two starting tackles that are rookies. Hmm. So we'll see. I, I want to okay. see how this 49ers offense flows, how fluid it is without Debo in there. Yeah. yeah. He was a big part of their offense. Good point. He was a lot of their offense, you yeah. know, just with yeah. everything they asked him to do reverses, jet sweeps. Yes. Yep. They did go down the field on third downs. He was always running that crossing route. And would get open, man. So, can they play without him? I, this is that's you know that's probably the key matchup right there. Right, there right. Um, also on, on that side of the ball with Debo which, being out, which well, makes that that move to get Christian McCaffrey even more valuable now to this 49ers offense. Yeah, right. he's been he's been really good for them. I I just I if I'm San Fran, I would guard against turning him into like a 25 carry a, a game guy because you're going to get him hurt. I, Especially I, I, right now, yep. Yeah, I would be real careful there um, with him. Right now, it's perfect. He's getting enough handoffs. He's getting enough touches out of the backfield, with you know, because he's such a good pass receiver. So I'd be careful there. Um, Steve Kine, who is the general manager for the Arizona Cardinals, is taking a health leave. He is uh, he signed an extension before the season started that would keep him in Arizona until 2027. But it's been a disaster of a year for them. Mm-hmm. But he's stepping away for some health reasons. So. I, I don't know what the future is there. I, are they going to bring him back simply because he's under contract or, you know, just out. buy him out? I don't know. If they have yeah, to buy him out, they, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. You got to buy him out for an additional three years now instead of just one year. And what is that buyout? A lot more than they want to pay, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I mean, are you, yeah, you're, you could, you're certainly could fire Kingsbury, but if you're you going to keep the guy who was the architect behind building that thing nope. in place, I wouldn't. Yeah, but can you, do you fire him after just giving him the, the extension this year? I know. Be That's gone. a tough thing. You, you know, know what I'm saying? And, now, and, and I'm they not trying to be insensitive. He, you know, he's, on, he's on a health leave, too. Yeah, true. More tricky. That's a bad look for an organization. You're going to kick a dude to the curb and he's on health leave? What I don't mean. care nothing about that. Mm. Mm. I don't know, man. Um, I think I think I think that's one area where they would have to be a little bit more sensitive in terms of 
kicking the guy to the curb, especially let's say if he's unhealthily for a couple of weeks, that's a little different. If he's unhealthily for the rest of the season, it's more serious. I agree. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to make that move because that's a black eye in the public. Yeah, be careful. Bro, they just like going with the win. Just like going with the win. Bear, yeah. why are you so cold like that, man? Have some no, compassion. I'm, I'm, I'm not cold. I played, I played in a cold system. I played in a cold NFL. NFL is what have you done for me lately? And yeah. right now, he went out and traded for 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 Robbie Anderson and Hollywood Brown right. and reaping any of the benefits of it. None. Mm-hmm. He's got um, Zach Ertz out, although they did um, draft Trey McBride from uh, – from Colorado State, he's playing well. Yeah, he's starting to pick it up. Yeah, but, I mean, bro, they don't play that, man. They don't play that at all. You know, they're starting corners out. Starting, um, both the starting corners is out. Wilson and Murphy, bro, it's, it's starting to get bad. Then, then you know, you just went out there and paid a quarterback that's, that's hurt now. I'll yeah. tell you what, Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy get that offense going. I know, but you know what? That might bode well in the favor of the GM who took the health lead. You mean you didn't have your number one receiver for six games? E players have been dropping like flies. All right, we're gonna give you a mulligan on this one. Uh, you get one more year, maybe. What you can do? You know? Yeah, there might be. That might be the case. Um, so Tyler Huntley has um, passed concussion protocol for the Ravens. So it looks like he may be able to go hardball wouldn't go as far as, you know, committing to him, but it looks like he'll be able to play this Sunday. They are at the Browns and they, they need everyone they can get to the Ravens. I, I hope they're not bringing them back too soon, man. But see, my biggest concern with this concussion protocol, even though it's been revamped is, are you still bringing people back too soon? Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we need him. This is a huge game for us. We, we need him for seating division, you know, and even if he, can you, how many fingers I got up Two. okay, you clear. You know, yeah, nah, you Bro, know. I'm glad they do that now because they didn't do that when I was like, he used to give you ibuprofen and kick you on back out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't care at all. I don't, I don't know how much they care now, but at least they're they're going through some protocols. <laughs> what well, is crazy, protocols. man? What do you say yeah. now? Better saying that Calamari is Calamari. Calamari. You know, bro. You know what she got them? She got it from um, what was his name? He played. Uh, uh, he was a broadcaster. He, um, his brother was shooting at the uh, coach, and he was shot and killed somebody. Oh, Akeem Talib. Akeem Talib. Oh, yeah. Akeem Talib. Call him Calamari, and uh, Calamari. <laughs> oh jeez, that's, oh, that's how Akeem Talib said it. Yes, uh, Calamari does oh, it. <laughs> Calamari throws a pass to. <laughs> all right so listen to this one jim ursay says he needs more time and more information on daniel snyder before deciding to vote him out like give me Somebody. any other excuse besides i need more time and more information what right. else do you need man what what haven't we seen here from this this maniac that, that would make you not vote him out hey translation somebody got to ursay higher power higher power got to ursay and said look at man the illuminati shut, shut. Shut your mouth and let this thing play out, please. Uh-huh. You know Illuminati what? Go sit in the, the corner. Yeah, yep. man. Uh, Barry, you believe in all that Illuminati stuff? I believe that they knocked at his door. I call it the Guminati. Roger Goodell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's pretty good there, Guminati. Somebody <laughs> Somebody went knocking. Oh, man. But, but, I mean, please give me a break. You know what I mean? Like, it's whatever it was, four or five months ago, you were ready to, to run the guy out, which you should be doing. But now you're not sure. 
Uh, um, Jets announced that Mike White will be the start of the rest of the year if he's healthy. Now they, they've they put Zach Wilson in the number two spot. Uh, Flacco's three now. But I, I think it's a good move, actually, you know, at least for the rest of the year. White's played well enough. I think it'll give Zach Wilson more time to sort of, you know, look at things through a different lens a little bit uh, if you hope to salvage that guy going forward. So uh, I actually think it's a good move by the Jets. I think it's a great statement for a team that's trying to get somewhere that they haven't been in quite some time to the playoffs. You basically told your, your team, and I'm sure, I'm sure they have a, a, um, a, a, a committee of veterans who talks to management as well. Um, and I'm sure that the, the ownership listened to management and said, okay, let's roll with this. This seems to be working better than anything else we've had this year, because there were a few games had they had better quarterback play, they could have won those games, and they didn't. Mike White is giving his team juice. Now, how long he's going to hold up with those ribs? That's another story. And then you got to talk. I'm not even going to say the guy's name because you know what's going to happen if you say his name. Uh, so, uh, and then you know if the other guy the has to come slayer. in, the what? <laughs> the mommy slayer. Oh, jeez. Oh my goodness. How about the elder stateswoman slayer? Oh my gosh. How about that? He he likes experienced uh, <laughs> veterans. Is what he prefers, right? Man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Um, all right. So a couple other things. The the NFL uh, during they they've had they had some uh, some of their rules meetings. Two things that, that they hit. One, they're could they are considering now ejections for rougher roughing the passer, which I, I see too many of those even flagged that shouldn't be roughing the passers. Number exactly. one, let, let alone ejecting somebody for it. Um, there was a joke of, of one in the Charger my, Dolphin game. You I know what you're talking about. Yes. Ugh. The defender Ugh. tackled the quarterback, put his hands down so his full body weight would not be on top of the quarterback. Yes. They still call roughing the passer. Terrible. Terrible. Um, so that's one to keep your eye on. The other one is the Colts will have to reopen the hiring process after the season. It's not automatically Jeff Saturday's job if they want to bring him back. As they should. Yes. Yeah. Let me, let me go it's a joke. They already know who they want. It's a joke. You know, it's, it's a joke. Just like the Rooney rule has been since its inception. They already know. You know, we're going to open it back up. Yeah, why? okay. We already know who you're going to, you know, going to hire. Don't be surprised if Saturday gets the job. Don't be surprised. Well, he's going to get the job. Well, then you're, not really, you're not really opening it up then. Because Bruh. if you open it up, I'm not bringing Jeff Saturday back. I want a more Bruh. established coach. That's what he wants. I know. I'm no. So he bad. has to go through the particulars. Yes. Of doing, I mean, because he he might so go so far as to just go interview two black coaches or or a black coach or a just female. To say coach. he did. Yeah. Say he did it. Uh, right. It'll, it'll and then a, go to yeah. hire him. Yeah. That's why it'll, I said it's a joke. The Rooney Rule is a joke. It'll be a quota token uh, interview process. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the, and and they've lost three straight. Had the Colts. Um, they had off last week. They had a bye week, but they lost to the Eagles, the Steelers, uh, and the Cowboys. And, and, you know, really, other than the Eagles game, well, the Steelers game was kind of close, but the Cowboys beat them up. Um, they're, they are at the Vikings. That's probably going to be a loss. So you're looking at four out of five games since Saturday took over that they're going to lose. I mean, I don't know. Is it, I, I'm sure Ursay doesn't care because Ursay just does whatever he wants anyway. But that that Saturday thing would be a tough sell for me if I'm a Colts I agree. Fan. I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I understand he's beloved in the organization, 
Um, still shocked that they brought somebody off the street who had never coached before. Um, it looked good the first game, but after that, he's been exposed in terms of clock management, things like that. Yeah. Um, I think you have to do a better job of if you're really trying to turn your, your franchise around, number one, you got to find a quarterback. And number two, you got to find a coach and a coaching staff who can lead you to the into the future. And yeah. I don't know if Jeff Saturday's it. I really don't. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that one um, shakes out. So let's do a little outside looking in here, guys. Um, we have a few teams on both sides of the ledger, the AFC and the NFC, that right now are close but not in to the playoffs if the season ended right now, all right, with what's left. So let, let's dive into it. Let's start with the AFC. And I'll ask you guys, I'll throw the, the, the name of the team at you. You tell me if you think they get in. Chargers. Chargers are seven and six right now. They are the next, the, sort of the first team out. If you use the uh, NCAA tournament, you know, model here, they're the, they're seven and six. So are the Jets, but they have the tiebreaker over the Jets based on best win percentage in conference. The uh, Patriots are seven and six right now, and they hold the seven spot. Do, in your estimation, do you see the Chargers getting it? I do. Okay, I do uh, also. Yep. No, I do because they got the Broncos. They've got uh, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams the, and the, the Colts. Colts and the Titans. And the yes. Titans, yeah. They could run the table. I don't think they beat the Titans, but I definitely think they beat the latter three. Well, the Titans game's at home. They can beat the Titans. They'll beat the Titans on the West Coast. Titans are falling apart, dude. Yeah. Did you see the Titans play? They just lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville put up 36 on them. The beat Eagles down. put up 40 on them. Yeah, beat down, too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I think they get in too. I think they get in too. Yeah. Yep. But but that said, they are the least trustworthy team. You're right. I agree. And probably in football. (laughs) Because there is talent there, but they have to stay healthy. If that team shows up the last four games, they just held Miami to 17 points because that team was balling on defense like I've never seen them ball this season. Yep. Chargers will get in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, And then get healthy. Well, Neil's right that you know getting Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back. Neil Dell yep. uh, says that he's right. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, sure, uh, no doubt. What a difference wow, those guys cold blooded. What's that? Griffin Renzi said the only reason Robert Sala elevated Zach Wilson is because he was sliding into his mom's DMs. Come on, <laughs> man! Come on, dude! Really? Uh, no. Oh my god! Unbelievable. Um, all right, I'll so the Chargers. I'll I'll start there. Jets. Do the Jets get in? Speaking of, Ooh. same record, seven and six. Wow. Let me see. Let me look at their record first. The seven and six. The next four games are the Lions, Jaguars, Seahawks, Dolphins. I'm going to say it's, no. It's a weird mix, right? I mean, the Dolph- yep. uh, Detroit's playing way better. Jacksonville can look really good at times. Seattle's going to need the game, and I think Miami's going to need the game for seeding. Yeah. No, they don't make it. And the Lions are rolling right now. Yeah, that's tough. Nah, that's going to be the game of the week. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that happening. I really yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go nay on that one. I, yeah. don't, I don't think they get it either. Got to let that one go. All right. Uh, Jacksonville. Now, you may, you know, at first say, come on, man. What are we talking about here? But Doug's got them playing mm. better. The quarterback's playing better. Uh, they've dug a nice hole for themselves. I mean, they're five and eight. They're two back of the Jets and the Chargers. But let's see. 
You've got the Cowboys, Jets, Texans, and Titans. I'm going to say no. They're five and eight. I'm going to say yeah. no. No. Yeah. No. I, I think they're going to come up short. I think he Doug might get them to seven or eight wins, which isn't terrible. Right, right. Considering what last year looked like. So I, I would say no. I would say improving reason for yeah. optimism. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go. NFC Seattle. Team who plays tonight against the, the Niners. Are they a playoff team Ooh. in your estimation when, when things are all said and done? Right now, Seattle is the, Ooh, they're on the outside looking in. Wow. Uh, Giants are going to bow out. Detroit's going to leapfrog past them. Seattle, you had a nice run, but you're going to come up short. You got the 49ers, the Chiefs, Jets, and Rip. No, nope. All right, so th- that said, Derek, then who's if you think the Giants are sliding out, who's getting it's going to be Seattle? Uh, or, Seattle, uh, or it's going to be, Detroit. I'm sorry, Detroit. You think it's going to be yeah. Detroit? Okay, yeah, because yeah, they're going to go two and two, they're going to go two and two on their schedule. Yeah, they're going to beat the 49ers, they're going to beat the Rams, they're going to lose to the Chiefs, and they're going to lose to the Jets. Who's okay. going to beat the 49ers? I already told you they're going to, uh, they're going to beat the 49ers. Uh, let me go on record saying, Mr. Brooks, I believe you might have tapped into that stateside vodka a couple of hours too early. Uh, I just want you to know. Um, I think you. I think you. Uh, I think the um, the Wi Fi water is uh, clouding your 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 thought. Your I just I I just I just don't understand why you say that. I, I believe it's because you will do anything and everything in your power to disagree with anything I have to say, which I'm fine with at this point. Okay. <laughs> Rob's like D Gun. Where are you going with this? Hey, man? What what is happening? Um, all right. <laughs> Tell me if you're completely out on Green Bay. I am. Yes. 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 I was on week three. What are you right. talking about? All yes. Right. Carolina. Whew. Great story. I think it's too little, too late. Okay. Great story. Too much of a hole. Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Atlanta. They they changed. The, no more Mariota. It's Desmond Ritter. You look Miami. at the schedule. Let me see. Seattle's playing for next year. Desmond Redder needs the reps to see what he is or is not. Is he the quarterback of the future? Uh, see, basically, Atlanta is playing playing out the season um, and evaluating people for next year. I think it. I think Atlanta. Yeah, they're looking at Ritter. Um, they play I, the I, Saints, I, Ravens, um, Cardinals, and Bucks. Uh, mm. There's some winnable games there. Yeah, they'll beat the Saints. Man, uh, it's gonna be tough against the Ravens. Yeah, it is. They'll beat the Cardinals, and they lose against the Bucks. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I think they'll go one to three. Uh, mm-hmm. You're right. They're they're not. I ain't no, getting it done. Right. No, no, I, ain't, no. I ain't doing it. No. All right, let, let's go to NFC power rankings, guys. Oh, uh, power. Top five teams in the NFC as of right now. Tomorrow we'll do the full blown NFL, but Got NFC it. right now. Uh, top five. We'll go five to one. Five to one. All right, Gunner, you want to you yep. want to hit it? I'll go first. What All the right. heck? All right. Uh, number five, checking in this week, Washington. Okay. Number four, Minnesota. Yep. Number three, Dallas. Number two, San Fran. Number one, Eagles. Okay. So you go Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, Vikings, Commanders. Yes. Interesting. I have this. I have almost the same thing. I go Commanders, Vikings. Oh, wait, let's see. Washington. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Commanders, Vikings. 
Minnesota. Okay. Then I go 49ers. 49ers. Then I go Cowboys. Dallas. Then I go okay. Eagles. Now, the reasoning for that is because I need to see at least one more game from Purdy. If I if he plays well again tonight against Seattle, I, I will absolutely put the 49ers as number two because I think their defense is better than Dallas. And I think they're overall a better team, but I just don't know about the kid, you know, playing QB. If 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 um Dak Prescott threw three picks to Houston in his own backyard, yep. what would he do under the relentless pressure of that 49ers defense? That's a great question. It is. It's it, it's a it's a very fair and, and he's come up small and yes, you know, big games before. Yeah. You want to blame him, you want to blame McCarthy for that last play, uh, whatever. He, it's fair. I think it's that's a legitimate question to ask for sure. Um, that's just, how, about you, how about you, Bear? I mean, with me, you know, I, I look at I look at this, everybody's schedule, man, and you know, I hate putting the forty nine ers and giving them their just due. Yeah, but um, I had to I had to flip flop them this week. All right, what you get? What you got? So I'm gonna go Commandos. Okay, Washington. Then I'll go Vikings. Minnesota. Okay, Forty ers San Francisco, Dallas, Dallas. Okay, Eagles, Eagles. Okay, Man. so you the same as Rob then? Yeah, we're in agreement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what, so you do you need to see one more game for you too, Barrett? Yes, I do. Because I it just it, to me, I can't see. I can't see. I mean, I. I I really think there's a possibility that Dallas loses this weekend. Also, I do. It's I agree. Not crazy. I agree. Man. I really do think that. So, I mean, so, so, Barrett, if if let's say Brock Purdy comes out and plays similar to what he played against Miami and Tampa and, and Todd Bowles defense tonight, throws for a couple touchdown passes, looks good, maybe runs for another touchdown. Will you elevate them then? I won't elevate them past Dallas. And- Unless really? Dallas loses tonight, you mean Dallas loses Sunday? I mean Sunday, yeah. Okay. If Dallas okay. loses Sunday, then I don't have a problem because I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm, you know, I of course, you know, I know. Uh, Seattle's not going to um, beat. You know, they're not going to beat them. They're not going to beat the Forty Nineers. They're, I mean, the Forty Nineers are just what? better defensively. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just messing around, bro. You know, I know you are. I know. Just mess around, you know. I mean, I can't say that and really, really be a, an analyst if I said that they, you know, that they're going to beat. There's no way that they beat them. I can't think of that. I know it's any given Sunday, but they mean they still have too many weapons, even with even with them not having, you know, the Debo. full yeah. weapons. I, I just can't see it. So with Debo not being there, they can run the ball. Purdy will do enough to get the ball to Brandon Ayuk. They still have one of the best and tight ends in the league. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they, they can still play, man. I just don't see Seattle having enough, especially with the defense, the way they're playing right now. They just don't have enough. So, I mean, it'll be a good game, but 49ers will beat them. And if Dallas loses, then I'll put them in front of them. But if Dallas doesn't lose, I still think Dallas will beat uh, the 49ers in the head-to-head. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. That would be a great – you know what? That would be a great um, postseason matchup to watch because both of their defensive fronts get after QB. Exactly. You know, exactly. now Dak is the veteran, but Dak Dak has been playing like crap. Dak has been playing average at best. Yeah, very it's, average. You know what I mean? And so now interesting, it's gonna be interesting to see. I don't think it'll add much, but T. Y. Hilton gives that the wide receiving room some speed and oh, veteran savvy. 
you know, and let's see what he gives that Dallas offense. I don't know if he gives them much of anything this week. I know he won't give them much of anything. You know, he might run a few routes. He could end up like Deshaun Jackson. One game, he got a hamstring pull. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I, I need to see what T.Y. can give this Dallas offense. You know, yeah, because if, if, he, if he can take a lot of heat off of C.D. Lamb, it makes Dallas's offense that much more dangerous. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I think the tight end Schultz is a very underrated tight end. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's good. He gets, good no, he gets no love, uh, really, yeah. but he's a nice player, you know, yep. for sure. Um, all right, let's get a timeout. We'll come back. We'll uh, dive into our final segment here. we got a bunch of other stuff to throw at you uh, regarding the NFL, jump around sports a little bit, do some birthdays, do some movies. Don't move. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We're right back. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean.
with you on this, uh, well, in our area, rainy, overcast, cold Thursday. It's feeling wintry today. Not snowy. A little bit of snow early where I was at. but it's Snow? A little, a little, a touch. Not really? Much. Not much. Yeah, a little tiny bit, but nothing nothing major. Um, so a couple things. Uh, France and Argentina will play in the World Cup final. That will be Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. Will either of you guys check any of that out? Uh, no. <laughs> and I like, and I like, and I've told you guys, I've been on record saying I love World Cup soccer, but because we have a one o'clock game at 10 a.m., I'm getting in place to do a 10 30 to 11 30 pregame show for Jacob Sports Media with Mark Frazetta and Seth Joyner. Now, I'll peek over my shoulder because we have those big monitors up behind us. Right. But, I won't be able to watch it the way I want to watch it. So I'm going to say no, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I'll catch much of it. I, like I, I'll admit, like I was, when the U S was in it, I was, I was pretty locked in. I actually like soccer too, but I, I, I haven't paid much attention to it since just to be frank. So I, no. I probably won't like if it's, if I'm, if I'm running around and it's on, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll peek at it, but I'm not locked in by any stretch. How about you, Barrett? Absolutely not. You know, I I I just don't have enough time in the day to do everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Say no, no. Yeah. Who, who uh, that? That's I'll do anything that you want me to. <laughs> I can't go for that. Uh, no oh, that was... soccer. Yeah. No can do. The most successful duo what? in the history of uh, of music, by the way. Yeah, they are. Hall of Notes? Yes. Yep. Yeah. They're I love Hall of Notes. When I'm out working in the yard, it's, it's always on my playlist. Yeah. And I'm a big Stevie Nicks fan, believe it or not. I bet Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel are going to be touring together this year. Isn't that something? Yeah. I drive cool. my wife nuts because I play the song Gypsy like 20 times in a row when I'm working <laughs> and stuff. She's like, really? You got 10,000 songs on your phone, but you got to keep playing. I say, I, I'm like, shh, shh, wait, here's the riff I'm waiting for. Shh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, official Lamar Jackson out. Tyler Huntley will start. We were saying earlier, we weren't sure if he's going to be, he is starting. Oh, Tyler's um, playing? Tyler Huntley is playing for the, for the Ravens. Yep. Against oh, the I Browns. thought he was he's out. In. He's in. No, remember we were talking about, he, he passed the uh, concussion protocol. You're, oh, so. you're right. You're right. Yeah. So he's wow. in. Uh, Saquon Barkley says he feels way better than he even felt going into the game last week with that neck injury. He's, he's, you know, oh wow, workload, you know, will not be limited. Hey, uh, Rob, stop right there. I'm sorry. Yeah, John Dickerson has a very pertinent question. I want to see your face and I want to hear your response. All right. Yes, Stevie Nicks is strong. Yeah, Stevie Nicks, seventy years old. She I, was she strong. Still, uh, she yeah, was I'm big fan of the. 70s and 80s she's too, not man. bad she's not bad yeah but, yeah but i love her voice that very voice. unique voice man yes. very yeah yes. i mean very um authentic and uh, distinctive uh voice yes very good yes yeah. um all right so a couple other uh other things here uh regarding that so i all right well we'll dig it out mention the drew Brees thing that he is um he's gonna be an interim coach for the bowl game for purdue which is i think it's cool he's giving back his you know to the alma mater uh, all right, let's do some birthdays, and then I, I have I have three Eagles questions that I want to hit you guys with out the door. Mm. So, uh, starting with uh, Don Johnson, Miami Vice fame, seventy three yeah. years old. Was he Crockett or Tubbs? Which was which? We've he done was this before. Tub, he was he was Crockett. Crockett. He was yeah. Crockett. You're right, B. Brooks. Yeah. All right, 
You are right, Mr. Brooks. He was crocking. Philip Michael Thomas was Tubbs. Philip Michael Thomas. Yep. Yep. There you go. Okay. Uh, Ah, I got one for you now. Stop right right there. All right. Who was Crockett and Tubbs in the remake? Oh, it was uh, it was uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. And, yep. And I forget his name. Oh man. my god! I know exactly who it is too. I just got I, I, you know I'm not good what's with names. What's the last like that. name? Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. There you go. All I right. Was gonna, All right. I was going to say Channing Tatum for some reason, but that's not All right. All right. Uh, good call there. Tim Conway of Carol Burnett Show fame yep. uh, was born on this day in 1933. He's uh, he's passed away, has Tim. Um, J. Paul Getty, one of the richest Ooh. people ever, uh, especially for his time, an oil uh, tycoon, was born on this day, 1892. I mentioned Julio Okafor, his birthday, he's 27 years old. Josh Norman, yep. defensive back. I don't even know, is he still playing? No, no, he's not. I'm surprised he's not playing. To be honest, man, I would, he he sort of faded really quick. Thirty-five. Yeah, he's thirty-five. Which you know, is not, get him in. not young for uh, for a defensive back. Speaking of defensive backs, Rodney Harrison is fifty. You Hot Rod. 50? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that dude. You know, Bear. We got we got to meet a Bear in 2017 at that. NBC get together at the Super That's Bowl. That's my dude, and I talk to him every yeah. year. I talk to yeah. I text him every now and then. Great dude, man. Dude, yeah. He looks nowhere near 50. I don't no. even know what 50 is supposed to look like anymore. That's true. You know, this is 50 junk. right here. This is That's what? <laughs> this is 50 right here. 50 is the new 35. Good point. Good point. Uh, Nick Bonacani uh, was born on this day, 1940, passed away not all that long ago. Great career as a player and as a broadcaster. I loved him with. Uh, with Len Dawson. Yes. Uh, Back just, in the inception of HBO's Inside the NFL. Yeah, great yeah. show, man. Yeah, Th- man. Those guys were so good. Hey, great chemistry, those two. Didn't yeah, they, they did. Uh, the Roman Emperor oh. Nero was born on this day. In, oh, wow. I don't even know how you say this. 0037? B.C. or, a- <laughs> or A.D.? Was uh, it B.C. or A.D.? It was A.D., but, but okay. yeah, I, I don't um, know. Oh, before we get off the football players, yeah, yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau turns 22. Oh God, he's just turning twenty-two. Twenty-two, <laughs> jeez, twenty-two years old. Dude's Young a millionaire. Fuck. Twenty-two. You know what? Did you guys even notice him in the Eagles game? Nothing. Nope. Nope. Great work nope. by them. Yeah, I forgot. You almost forgot he was in the game. Yep. I I, mean, I don't remember one giant doing anything defensively. Nope. No. Nobody up front. No. Man. Nope. Yeah. Yep. I think he's going to – look, missing that time with that injury hurt him. I think next year will be the year you see him start to show who he is. Yep. Thibodeau. Yep. Um, all right, that's all I got birthdays. You guys got any birthdays? Well, you, got, you said Jaleel oh. Okafor. Yeah, yeah, 27. Another yep. local guy, Daniel Ochefu. Oh, Villanova. Villanova. Uh, okay. And then one of my – you know, one of the players, you know, that, that I um, actually played ball with him one time in a pickup game. Uh, Lawrence Funderburg. Oh, jeez. Mm. Okay. Him. In St. Louis, he, we played in a pickup game in St. Louis. Uh, he was with um, what was that guy from uh, St. Louis? From Larry from, Hughes. Larry Hughes. Yeah. 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 Former Sixer. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got any more, Gunner? Uh, Adrian Brody. Um, oh, the actor. Okay. Yep. Uh, he's forty-three. Right. Charlie Cox, uh, who played Daredevil, is forty. Oh yeah. Uh, Maude Apatow. 
from HBO's uh, series Euphoria. I understand that's a good series, but I never watched it. Anybody watch it? I've never watched uh, that series. Euphoria. No, I haven't seen that. It's on TV now. I've, I've never watched it. Uh, you have Michelle Dockery, who's uh, from this TV series Downtown Abbey. You ever seen okay. that one? Um, no. Uh, you have Camilla uh, Huntington from Grey's Anatomy. Okay. And Helen Slater's 59. She was the uh, Supergirl back Supergirl. in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I watched, I think it was, what night was it? Maybe it was uh, Tuesday night. I watched a documentary on, I think it was on Prime, maybe, uh, about John McEnroe's life. Okay. It was pretty interesting. Like, I didn't, I didn't okay. know all the behind the scenes stuff, man, that like went on. His father was tough on him. Yeah, uh, yeah, he had a really volatile marriage to Tatum O'Neill. Like, oh, that was public though. Yeah, that was. Whoa, man, there was a lot going yeah, on there was... with those two. Um, and just he was really never the same after they got married. Like his career, and, and he wasn't like blaming her completely, but his okay. career careened after that. After they got married, it's not bad. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it, it's just great footage of him when he was young too, like just coming on the scene. Uh, all right, movies. Uh, there's a lot here, a lot of good ones too. Pursuit of Happiness is one of my favorites with Will Smith. Great movie. I love yep. that movie. Great, great movie. Such a great story. It's a true story yep. uh, of perseverance, man. If you haven't seen it, he's awesome. His son, it plays his son in the movie too. His son in real life is very, it was Jaden, the yep. son. Yes. He's very yep. good in it. Um, so I would recommend that if you haven't seen it. It's an old, it's not, not, not that it's new. Um, Jumanji. 1995 with Robin Williams. Yep. One of the, one, a classic right there. Schindler's List, 1993. Classic. Uh, classic, all, classic. All-timer. Uh, another great one, Million Dollar Baby with Clint yes. Eastwood. Yep. In 2004. Bear, what the, the heck are you doing over there, man? All that noise. What's going on? Well, my daughter, if you must know, my daughter just bought me some wings. Yes, I, I must know. Yes, now I you're going to make know. us hungry? Right. I, I, that's why I'm shocked. I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually they're not providing you with anything. That's you know, right. you, know, you know what that means, don't you? She's about What's to that? ask you for a big favor. Yeah, money. It's money time. Yeah. Yep, that's coming. Um, the things we know as pops. <laughs> that's right. Nineteen seventy-eight Superman, the Christopher Reeve. Uh, oh, Christopher Reeve. Really, Marlon well Brando. Yep. Yep. Uh, Young Frankenstein was nineteen seventy-four. I love that movie. Another one. Yeah. Dude, where's my car? In two thousand. <laughs> what women want in See, what movie did they also do where's my car what a movie what other movie oh what was, God. What was his name oh As uh ashton kutcher ashton kutcher yeah. that's right yeah ashton kutcher and one of my all-time favorites is heat from 1995 with pacino and de niro yeah yes. val kilmer um there's a great scene the only time they ever appeared on in on film at up till that point together on 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 camera De Niro and Pacino at the diner have an unbelievable back and forth. Pacino is the cop. De Niro's the criminal. It's an awesome scene. I will just tell you that. It's an awesome scene. You get a chance to check it out. All right. Anybody got any other movies? Because I'm, I'm out of uh, movies there. Yeah. Um, Charlotte's Web, 2006. Okay. Another great movie. Yep. Yeah. Great uh, 2017, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. All right. Love it. Uh, 2000, The Emperor's New Groove. Love that one too. Yep. Uh Lamas, one of, Yamas, Lamas, yes. whatever it's called. Yep. And here's one of my favorite uh for kids' movies is Ferdinand. 
2017. That is a good movie. That is I'm a good movie, that. kids movie. I sat there and watched it with my my, my grandkids. I was like that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. 2000. And uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good stuff there. All right. I have a question for you guys. I didn't which, do it. I swear. Which side of the ball for the Eagles yep. has been better this season? The offensive side or the defensive side? Oh, I would say uh, offense. I would say the offense also. Okay. Because the offense has been more consistent than the defense. I think the offense, no question. It's, you know, you got to think about it for a minute, uh, but you're right. I think what's hurt, the, what that makes you lean towards the offense is the run defense earlier in the year, even though it's right. gotten better. Yeah. Um, I think hurts them a little bit. But in fairness to the defense, you know, they're sacking the quarterback yep. at, at an incredibly high rate. They're taking the ball away at a very yep. high rate. Yep. Um, they're, you know, in terms of like points per game, you know, they're seventh in terms of pass defense. They're first, yep. mm -hmm. you know, rush defense. This is where they get hurt a little bit. They're 18th, but they're, they have the best turnover differential. They have the most takeaways. You know, and I think they're number two. They're one or two in sacks. Uh, I think it, I think they may have shifted to two. But anyway, um, it, 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 there's definitely an argument to be made, I think, for both sides, which is well, great. I mean, yeah. If you, if you look at – man, I mean, I think they went, they went through spurs throughout the season. Yeah. I, I don't think that offense has ever been not good. I think the defense has been kind of trying yeah. it sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, Right now they're playing masterfully, considering the fact that everybody's trying to run on us and they've stopped the run on some great, great players. Stop some offensive, you know, key running games. And they're mm -hmm. going to have to step up this game and do the same thing. Yeah. But um, I, I'm not kidding. You're right. I, I mean, I, I it's tiff for tat, 1A and 1B, you know. Yeah, and, and look, you're talking about the number one. They, they're scoring more points now than the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. More than the Cowboys, more than the Bills. They're you know they're scoring the most points per game. Not that the defense is any slouch. Seventh is is darn good. But, Very good. But the defense defense had four consecutive games. They've been giving up chunks of real estate and running game to the point it yeah. forced it forced management to go out and get some reinforcements. You even had to have reinforcements on offense. If somebody's not there, somebody else steps up that's already in house. Good point. Good so, point. Yeah. All right. So here's my follow up. Take Hertz out of it. And I know Barrett, you you threw a name out there. And if you want to reiterate it, fine. You you said it earlier. But if you're taking Hertz away, who's the team MVP? Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I told you what Bonds was. You you yeah. and Edwards. I thought that was TJ Edwards. I thought right. that was awesome. Yeah. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Um so much because he go AJ Brown, a thousand yard receiver, easily. You Miles go, Sanders. Uh, Sanders, yeah, but AJ's a yard runner. Yeah, but AJ gets AJ gets a thousand yards because his quarterbacks deliver him strikes. Kelsey, yeah. Lane Johnson uh, has to get up a sack in twenty six games. Johnson's given, oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's wow, that's Ooh. ridiculous. It's insane. I know. If that's any other position and it's some kind of streak like that, we're celebrating it every two seconds. Oh, absolutely. On, yeah, we, we we wouldn't be stopped talking about. It. We wouldn't stop talking oh, about no. that. That's yep. wow. Yeah, right. We'd still be trying to holler at that. Pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's, it's it, again. This is this speaks to how good the team is. Normally, well, look at K. Robinson. You know, maybe you're right because if you look at it, 49 sacks. Cowboys yeah. have 48. 
Yep. Yep. Pretty good. Hassan Reddick came in and double deep sack guy. Yep. And just keeps doing it. Right. You know, and just keeps every third straight year very consistent. I'm gonna um, go, I'm gonna go lane. I gotta go lane. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Good call. All right, yeah. that's gonna do it for us, fellas. We're back tomorrow. Uh we'll what? put a bow on what? this bad boy bad boy what? of a week on Friday. Get you set for the Bears game. Keep discussing that those birds and get you set for everything. We'll do our overall NFL power rankings and we'll preview week 15, all the big games. We'll have a game to talk about from, from tonight too. So we'll hit all those things. Sixers are playing the Warriors. We got a lot to do tomorrow. So it's going to be fun. Uh, Stay tuned. You got the national football show with Dan Siller. Thanks to all you guys in the chat section, everybody listening, everybody streaming Xander Krauss producing the program. So let's keep it rolling. Stay on the uh, Jacob sports channel and uh, and watch and listen to Dan Cilio for Gunner. For Barrett, I'm Rob. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.